full of foolishness. My baby got a rambling mind. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Jesse B. Welcome to Autoflower 101, a beginner's class on growing autoflowers taught by at Firebutts 101. Class starts every Sunday at 8 a.m. PST on IG Live at the Autoflower Show. There will be weekly giveaways done at the end of each class and a grand prize giveaway based on highest attendance, including products from at TMB underscore naturals, at future harvest development, at grown.op, at trim bag, at spring pots, at my herbs now, at firebuds genetics, at pilgrim coffee roaster, at fastbuds underscore genetics, at sneakers underscore and underscore beakers, at microbial mass, and at raymatics underscore lighting. School's in session. We better get to class. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Doing good. Look at that bald cap. <laughs> Fucking chrome dome. <laughs> I had a teacher. I had a teacher who was actually bald, and we would call him Chrome Dome. And one time, it just got to the point where he couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> he just like lost it. On us. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> anyway, shed some light on the situation here. <clears throat> yeah, we don't have much on uh, much on time today, so let's. Uh, yeah, I won't fuck around. Sorry. So, so what are we like, what are we looking at? Is that your your Care Bear for class? No, this is actually uh, a Mandalorian fruit that I started flushing. So you're just showing what flushing will end up looking like. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take you into my tent too. But go ahead and and so today, everyone, uh, we are. We're officially going to start the flush on the class. Yep. Right? So um, what that means is we've got two weeks until harvest. So in two weeks' time, on September 6th, I suppose that will be, right? No, it's the 23rd. Yeah, on September 6th, in two weeks' time, we'll be harvested. Is that correct? Yep. Groovy. Oh, but we will have... We will have 48 hours of dark that we'll do. So maybe what we'll do is we'll we'll make a post and bring everybody to sh or get everybody to show up at one time to do the draw. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's cool. Or, or do we just do we just? Are we gonna do it? We can I think do we the should draw. do it during class yeah. because yeah, it's just the planned time, right? Yep. So I then, so. so then we'll do it the day that Jeff Lowenfels mm -hmm. is in class. And then the following, we'll still have one class afterwards with Chef Sebastian Carosi, and he's going to teach us what to do with uh, with our shit once it's all ready. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to teach us a dish. So. Yeah. Anyways, um. So now you're going to. This is a mando fruit. Do you have a plant to flush? Yeah, I'm. I'm still flushing this one, but um, I won't actually need to. Flesh it here live, and because we got thirty minutes, you know, it's it's. Okay. I think people want to know more info as to why flushing. Uh, you know, some people believe that flushing is just a rumor, um, yeah. just something that's been done and taught to the community. Um, you know, from grower to grower to grower, and it's just something people do because of uh, you know that's the way it's always been done, type of thing. You know. Yeah, so what you're saying is that some people believe it's kind of like a wives' tale or like a, 
Like, right. Like you don't necessarily need to do it, but, but do you believe that? Obviously not. You're flushing a plant. You're teaching us to flush. Okay. So here's what I believe. I believe if you're in um, a super soil, you know, if you're all organic and all you've been doing is basically using water the whole time, there's there's really no need to flush because all you've been doing is giving that, that plant water all the time. Now, if you do want to flush, if you're in a super soil, if you do want to flush and, and add a sweetener, um, you know, add some um, molasses. molasses or whatever to sweeten it up, you know, for a, for a smoother for an even smoother fucking, um, uh, you know, smoke. taste and smoke, you know, um, yeah, by all means, that's, that's up to you. But if you're in a super soil, I really don't think, uh, there's a need, a need to flush because all you've been doing is giving the plant water, just straight up water the whole time, pretty much. Yeah. So from experience, um, I, I cut one down that was in just a bag, super soil. So not a living mm-hmm. soil, but a super soil. And, uh, right. and I cut it down because I was running out of room. Remember? Mm-hmm. And so I just cut it down, no flush, and I I put that in the my herbs down dryer, and I've been smoking on it, and it's got white ash as it is. You right. know, I I could have had a smoother smoke out of it, had it been flushed. I know that because I could have added the molasses and added that extra smoothness. But since it was in a super soil, like you said, you're I, I you're not wrong. I so we we've, we've tested that theory. Is what right. I'm saying. So we're we're we're. You're, it's not just a theory. We're talking. You're talking from experience. Yeah. Yeah. So and now, if you're in just if you're like in a uh, just a regular bag soil, and uh, you've ran out of you've ran out of food, you know, like at your three week mark, or I don't know, different bag soils only have so much nutrients in them to last so long. So you end up having to add amendments, or um, if you're adding like organic amendments then the same thing you know all you're doing is is basically feeding water and you're just scratching in you know earthworm castings or guano and stuff like that which is still all organic right mm-hmm. so i think that's still you still fall in the guideline of not having the flush um but now if you're in a bag soil and you've started giving bottled newts you started giving synthetic amendments uh to your plant um, I recommend flushing for two weeks, and um, and the reason why is because you want to get all that synthetic, you know, stuff out of there. You want to get that that heavy salt out of your plant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I've tasted the difference um, between a a plant that's been flush and a plant that hasn't been flush. And the one that was flush in soil that where the bottle newts were added. Uh, the one that was flush was was a way smoother smoke than the one that wasn't. Um, now, if you're in cocoa, if you, all the cocoa growers out there, you don't have to flush as long, okay? Um, because cocoa holds no no nutrient value, um, you can flush you can flush cocoa way faster because it, because of that because it it doesn't hold the nutrients in it. Okay, so you can flush those right out in about five to seven days if you're in cocoa. Um, if if you're a DWC grower, about a few days, three days, because you're you're in water, and as soon as you do that bucket change to nothing but to nothing but water, um, 
you know, your plants, that's all it's sucking up is just water, you know. Um, and so, you know, DWC growers can can flush in like three days. Um, so I've, I've, I've witnessed, okay, firsthand, people that have grown in cocoa, um, people that have grown in like the Grodan bricks um, and, and other other medias that aren't soil, you know, synthetic medias. Yeah. Um, I've actually seen people not flush, okay? And this this one gentleman, he didn't flush his plants. He, it was a blue dream plant that he had, and he didn't flush it. And he was in a Grodan cube, big Grodan cube. And uh, what happened was when once he harvested, dried, um, he went to light it up, and the bud actually started sparkling, like you know, like sparkling, like crackling, like yeah, like crackling. And he's like, he's like, why is it doing this? Why is it doing this? Well, it's because he didn't flush. Yeah. Okay. Where we're at in, in where we're at in Washington, you have to dose up pretty high with cow mag, right? Yeah. Um, and so the plant had a real, still had a real high level of of uh, magnesium in it, and magnesium. That's what magnesium does when it's not flushed out of a plant. It'll sparkle if there's high high levels of it in a plant. <laughs> so I've, I've witnessed that <clears throat> firsthand. That makes <clears throat> sense. Um, it makes sense. That now, it would crackle. There, yeah. Has there been time that uh, that that I haven't flushed in, in soil? Yeah, there's been times that I haven't flushed in soil. Um, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. There's like been a, a few times where I just like, didn't have the time to flush because I needed to get shit done quick. And um, the buds, uh, everybody was like, well, I really can't tell the difference, you know. But I, I recommend flushing. Yeah. That's, that's, just, that's just my thing. I have, Especially, a, I have a slight theory about flushing with autoflowers and, and the amount of food that we're giving them being so little that um, right. maybe the maybe the two weeks isn't quite necessary if you're in soil, but still do it kind of thing. Because what, right. what the fuck's the harm? I mean, you've already put in so yeah, much you're time. Not, you know? Yeah, you're, you're not hurting anything. Yeah, and, and all free. you're going to do is smoothing out your smoke. Yeah, you're, and it's free. It's not something that you really have to pay for. Yeah, I mean, I did have to pay for it because it takes... Okay, so now this brings me to my next point. This is my first flush that I've actually, I'm actually seeing, like, the colors come out. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's because I didn't know until this time to double my pot size in the amount of water. So that means um, if I have a five-gallon pot to flush with ten gallons. Yeah, and so what some people will do will they'll um, when they flush, uh, it used to be oh just water uh, instead of feeding, right? So you would just water it as it needed it. Um, but what I like to do, and this is me personally, I like to take, like if I've been using bottled nutrients, I like to, if I got a one gallon pot, like this Mando is a one, and this Mando fruits in a one gallon pot. If I got a one gallon pot, I'll run five gallons of water through this pot. I'll, or two gallons, I'm sorry, two gallons of water through this pot. Like I double the amount. So if I got a five gallon pot, I'll run 10 gallons of water through it, let it drain off. <laughs> and then put it back in the pot. You got to let it drain off. That's the thing. And because uh, if you don't, you can end up getting root rot and just destroy everything, right? So I, I recommend doing it in a bathtub. 
putting it in there, running the, so I'd run two gallons of water through this, let it sit in there, let all that water drain off, and then go from there. And then the next time it needs, it shouldn't need it for a while because you've totally saturated that, right? Next time you, next time it needs moisture again, do the same thing. And by that time, you should just damn near about be at your, uh, your two week mark. Word. Now, um, so we're, we're firing like on all cylinders this morning. Like we got to kind of quickly bump, bump through a bunch of this shit. Right. So, uh, just so everyone out there knows. Um, so I've got six questions here. Now, a lot of them are to do with flushing. So let's quickly try and bump these out. Um, what do you feel? How do you feel about, can you still flush with molasses and DWC? And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now that same person, Sax2121, wants to know, or SatX, sorry, um, how much molasses per gallon in DWC? Because he just asked about it. In DWC, I would put maybe half a teaspoon per gallon and then, in DWC. And then if you're in soil, how much per gallon? In, in soil, I do I do two teaspoons per gallon in soil. Does it That's matter? me. What about That's how I do. What about Some people cocoa? will do um, same thing. Okay. Same thing. Okay, so some um, people will do what though? Some people will do half a teaspoon to a teaspoon per gallon, okay. um, but I do two. I do two, um, and reason why I do two is because the molasses helps continue to break down everything in the soil. It helps continue to uh, kind of feed the plant while you're flushing, so the so that way the plant um, can still swell up, you know, still still grow. Um, and gain weight, you know what I'm saying? And it adds to a, a smoother smoke. Okay. Because, like, if you flush with just plain pH water, right, you're, you're basically, um, you're going to see a lot of yellowing. Um, what you don't want is, like, your sugar leaves. I see in there the sugar leaves. You don't want them turning yellow because then that makes for an ugly, ugly bud. Okay, so that's why I add the molasses. So it, it continues to get a little bit of food, but it's all organic, right? Yeah. And um, and, and it's not it's not high salts or anything like that. And so the buds will continue to swell, and you'll continue to gain weight while you're flushing. Okay. So um, next, what's your opinion on ice flushing? Does it help build trichomes? No, ice flushing kills the plant. Ice flushing is hype. The only reason people ice flush is to try to add color to their plant during, you know, that last two weeks or whatever. That's all that does. Ice flushing just adds color to the plant. Um, and I've explained this in the class. If you're, while you're growing your plant, if you were to submit your plant to freezing temperatures, what would happen? Your roots would die. You'd kill your plant. Okay, so... All you're doing is killing your plant while you're flushing it with ice. It's not going to continue to swell. The buds aren't going to continue to put on weight. You're, you're slowing down everything. You're stopping the process of growth on your plant immediately once you start ice flushing. All you're doing is adding purple. It's all hype. Yeah. Okay. So quickly, I'd like to... Uh, in, the, in the whole slew of things, I definitely forgot to do one very important thing and that's show to the sponsors now um so we've got everybody we've got a grand prize coming up now if you want to know about the prize itself you can holler at me 
in the DMs and I'll let you know. But it's uh, it's coming at you guys from at TMB underscore naturals, at Future Harvest Development, at Trimbag, at Springpots, at Firebuds Genetics, at Fastbuds underscore genetics, at Raymatics underscore lighting, uh, at Sneakers underscore and Beakers. And finally, we've got at Pilgrim Coffee Roaster on there. Now, he's actually got the next question for us. All right. Yo, Jesse B., people are asking if they can use their coffee grounds in their soil. What Do you do you know anything about that? Yeah, coffee grounds actually adds a little bit of nitrogen. Um, and coffee grounds actually, um, uh, how would you say, like, like keeps a lot of different pests um, from from wanting to come and, and, and live in your soil. So if you were so, to top dress with the coffee grounds, would that be a relatively good, decent idea for IPM, like an organic IPM? Yeah, yeah, um, but it doesn't it doesn't send away all pests. You know what I'm saying? It, it keeps some some types of pests out of out of your soil. Okay. Not all, but it does um, it does add some nitrogen to your soil, and um, and a lot of outdoor growers they use it like in their normal like vegetable gardens and so forth because of the ability to you know ward pests off. Yeah. And add a little bit of nitrogen. Um, don't go too heavy. Don't go with a thick layer of it. Um, I would scratch it into the soil like you would do like earthworm castings and so forth. Um, because if you go too thick with it, you can grow, you know, um, some unwanted, um, you know, possibly mold and stuff on top of the coffee grounds if they stay moist. Um, so scratch them in and, and just like you would like earthworm castings. Okay. So I'm going from oldest questions, everyone, just so you know. Best way to rehydrate weed. Okay, so if you've over-dried your weed, uh, you've got it in your mason jar. Uh, you can take like a leaf of lettuce. Okay, this is some natural uh, remedies. Take like a leaf of lettuce, throw it in there, put the top on, let it sit overnight. You come back, that lettuce piece will be like withered up and almost gone, and your weed will be moist again. You can do the same thing with orange peels, lemon peels. We'll, we'll do the same thing. Um, or you can use uh, Bovita packs, two-way Bovita packs. That will rehydrate your weed. Okay, so quickly, my autos are in the middle of a flush getting ready to chop, just so everyone knows why they look like that. The yellow will not go away. Um, okay, so I'm trying to go. We got like a few minutes here before we're going to bring Kenny on. So is the 48 hour of dark truly needed? Is the 48 hour of dark truly needed? Uh, no, it's not truly needed, but the reason why I do it with auto flowers is because, okay, so when plants are in darkness, uh, when they're sleeping and, and they're in the dark, um, it helps build, uh, the resin, right? And so basically, you know, with auto flowers, um, I run 20 to 24, me personally, I do 24, I don't recommend anything less than 20 hours of, of, uh, light. So, um, because I'm running 24 hours of light, like my plants, um, aren't getting any dark, right? So I think it might be possible. They're not building as much resin as they could. So that last 20, that last 48 hours is basically like a last ditch effort to try to build on some resin production. Um, and then, uh, 
and then of course I dry in the dark so the plant is still living while it has water in it and uh, so when I dry in the dark it, it puts on a little more uh, you know it gets a little bit frostier too okay so I think what I've, what I've seen I so I've never actually done the dark myself so it's not yeah. it's like what it's, you're saying it's, it's not gonna it's make not, it break. it's not a must yeah, yeah it's not gonna make or break your your uh, you know your 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 product yeah no, it, it's it's like if you got the time and the space and whatever like exactly. personally personally I, I got nowhere to put it in the dark if i'm already drying something because i don't have the headspace then right right you know so I, it's not like i could take these you know three and a half foot plant and put them in my my three foot my my tent over here because i got one hanging down this low right yeah so anyways um so one last question here uh, and it's yeah. So the oldest question on the block: Can you still not flush and just do a really clean cure for that clean smoke? I don't. If if you're in cocoa or anything synthetic, I don't re recommend not flushing. You have to flush them salt out. You have to. Yeah. Um, like you said, you had a buddy you, who you'll crackled. get you'll get that you'll get that you'll get that bite in the back of your throat too. It'd be a harsher smoke. Like I guarantee you, if I if I grow this plant in soil and then I grow one in cocoa, I and and I don't flush the one in soil and then I don't flush the one in cocoa, you'll be able to tell the difference when you smoke it. If I dry and cure it all the same and everything, you'll be able to tell the difference when you smoke it. The one in cocoa not being flushed will will produce a harsher smoke. Now I've got one final question for you, myself. Because people, I'm sure, will start seeing this. You see how these ones are dying? Mm -hmm. Should I be getting rid of them, or should I just leave them for when I when I'm hanging? You can pull them off. Yeah, because I'm worried I, about like, them getting like, stuck. Like, so, like the ones that are the ones that are shriveling up and dying. Yeah, go ahead and pull them off. Okay. Like you can tell, like whenever you get them yellowed like yeah. that, and and it and when they're really dead. It just a little bit of pressure on them, they'll fall right off. Yeah. See, so I go just, ahead and take those off because all you've got at that point is a is a is a rotting leaf. You know what I'm saying? And and you don't you don't want that on your plant yeah. uh, while like, you're hang drying. Like they just fucking like I'm not adding yeah, any. Like that one just came right off. Like they're just whoop, little yeah little, little tugs. Not yeah, you can go anything that will fall right off. Just go ahead and just go ahead and pull it right off. Yeah, that's right? great. Awesome. But if, if it's still holding on, you know, and, and I'm tugging on it, it's not just popping right off, I'll just leave it on there and hang dry it. Sounds good. Okay, man. Well, thank you so much. Um, for now, I, uh, yeah, we'll say goodbye and, uh, and, and we'll let, we'll get Kenny on here. All right, man. Okay. Sounds good. Cheers, dude. Peace out. Peace. everybody welcome Kenny let's put our hands together he's I've got him with uh, the invite and we're just waiting for him to come live and here he comes what up buddy yeah how's it going man doing well how are you doing doing good man just busy as hell you know yeah 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 now um so we've got yeah 20 or 25 minutes 35 minutes or so um so let's i would just quickly like to uh to hear about how you came about with the idea for the trim bag first and foremost yeah so uh just trimming you know so we used to trim for a living and uh 
we trim, you know, you'd only trim like a pound or two per person per day um, and get a pretty good quality job on it. Um, and we did that for years, you know, and it finally became like the biggest limitation on growing. It was like, can you even trim it, you know? So then you started getting to the point where you could even trim it. We tried out trim machines and uh, we just didn't like the, the look it gave the bug, you know? I don't know if you've ever yeah. done it compared to like hand trimming. Yeah. Um, so we played with that for a while to see what we liked, what we didn't like. And that's where we really felt, found the concept of dry trimming and the right dryness. And so what we did is we came up with a product that uh, with the right dryness, you'll get a nice contour trim where it's not shaving the buds. It's not pulling the buds through a, like a machine, pulling it through a screen. Yeah. And so we just came up with a whole different concept on it um, just out of necessity. Now that's, yeah, it was, so I mean, I didn't know what it looked like on the inside until I got one myself. And uh, I got to say that it's like the thing itself. I mean, I can tell that you guys put a lot of time into figuring out like each and every square inch of, of the trim bag itself. Yeah, so, so when we yeah, play with machines, like, um, so when you, when you play with something hard, like even scissors or anything hard, right, something hard is not going to contour to that bud. And so with like that inside, everyone's like, well, it's in the inside, you know? And what we did is a soft material will actually, you know, shape to a bud. A buds aren't straight. Buds are rounded. Buds have contours and crevices. And mm. if you ever use the trim bag, you'll see that it trims in the crevices and contours because that fabric has give, you know, it, ha it has resistance, but it has give on there and a friction, but it'll trim in the contours of it. Yeah. And then there's also the wire that wraps around on like the, the spring that goes around it too, where, so you've got one section in there that's a little harder. So if like, you know, if something is within a, a crevice, it, 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 it has that bump there, right? Well, yeah. the, the wire is just more just to keep that shape because you want to have it inflated, essentially. I you see. want something soft but inflated that has yeah. gifts so that fabric will still move and it's not going to be hard. Because when you get something hard and you tumble buds against something hard, they break the buds. But when you have something soft, it has give. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's like you're cushioning the buds, cushioning the buds every and, time. And then the trichomes, instead of being like hitting something hard and breaking, they might, they'll, they'll lay down versus versus snapping and everything like that too, correct? Yeah, so, so the big thing with trichomes is trichomes, you know, you think about bubble hash, right? And so with bubble hash, uh, you want to freeze the buds to remove all the trichomes or as many as you can. And when frozen, that trichome head will snap instead of bending. Yeah. You know, at room temperature, it typically bends. So what we like, you know, what we like doing this process at room temperature, um, you wouldn't want to do it at freezing. Just for the same reason you wouldn't want to do, you wouldn't want to do bubble hash at room temperature, you know? Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Now, now uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, trichomes tend to bend, um, not break at room temp. And then trichomes, you know, it's all about handling time. So when you handle buds for 10, 12 hours, you're going to have a higher loss than if you handle it for a minute. So mm -hmm. the longer you handle it, it's just directly related to your loss, you know? Yeah. Now, um, I saw this morning that you, uh, you've, you've got a new, a new trim bag out. It's a, at least a new, a new print, right? Like, so a new model. Um, it's the camo trim bag. Yeah, we're dropping a camo one on the market. We're gonna have a few more coming out um, down the road, but uh, right now we got a camo not on the market yet. But we just dropped a post out about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw the video or whatever. So now, what what brought you to the idea of doing a camo one? Um, just a little change, you know, just having something different. You know, when we first came out with the idea for a trim bag, we wanted to do camo. It was just hard to source bulk material for camo. Or, yeah, yeah, and to get the right camo, you know, and the right print. Um, so we went with black and we've liked the black, you know, we did a change. We went with green handles 
just because we saw people grabbing it, they wouldn't grab it in the right spot. So we did that change. And as we see stuff, we're changing. But, you know, the trim bag is something very, very simple, you know. It's, we try to keep it super simple, super easy. Anyone could go take it and do it anywhere, you know. Yeah, I mean, I used mine for the first time uh, about a week ago. And it was, yeah, it's kind of foolproof. Yeah, you know? the biggest, biggest thing is just the right dryness. So with any dry trimming, whether you're using a trim bag or a trim machine or even scissors, you want to have that right dryness. You know, if you're using scissors and your buds are too wet, your scissors are always getting gummed up, right? Yeah. But when you have the right dryness, you can trim through a lot more material before cleaning them. So that right dryness is something that's there. And then with the right dryness, you know, you get the longevity of your bud. So if you're storing your bud and you store it wet, you're going to have it change fast. You know, it's going to start going brown faster, losing its terpene profile faster. And so mm -hmm. having that right dryness is essential for the whole process. Nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, what have you, what are, what were kind of the, the, some of the challenges you saw in the beginning and even now? For what? For the trim bag itself, like for bringing it to market for, for, and then all, like, I mean, by bringing it to market, I mean like the, um, the actual construction of the thing, like the actual development how long did it take you guys to bring it to, to market? You know, we probably went through over 20 different prototypes to get to the one we wanted. Um, so just coming up with prototypes, coming up with stuff that works, coming up with something, and then testing it, you know. Can I run 100 pounds through this? Can I run 300 pounds through this? Yeah. You know, and, and figuring it out. You might, if you look at it, comes with zipper lube, you know. That's a stage in the evolution of it, figuring out, hey, you know, you need to clean the zipper a little bit as you go down the road. You know, you get past 20, 40, 50, 100 pounds, you're going to have to clean the thing. Yeah. So adding that in there, you know, it's just a nice step in the process. But, we're, you know, every year we're learning new things and doing new things. Nice. Nice. Now you guys have a website, trimbag.com. Yeah. That's where you can, anybody can catch it. Um, now, do you do, uh, you do uh, Canadian, like North American orders? Do you do outside of North America? Yeah, we, should, we do worldwide. So we, uh, the, first, the first year we started, you know, we were pretty much in California where we're based out of. Yeah. We sold out in like a month. So it's really fast um, with Patrick Soil King. He helped us out a lot on that. Um, so we sold out in a month. The next year we started getting really global. And so now we're in Australia, we're in Spain, we're in the UK, we're in Canada, and a bunch of other countries. So we've gotten worldwide pretty fast. Okay, so now do you mind uh, taking some questions from the audience? Sure. Okay, cool. So I've got one here. I'm, and I'm walking around on the field, so. Badass. So you're at work kind of thing. Um, so it says, so I have a string completely covered in trichomes. Will the trim bag damage the trichomes at all? So no matter what kind of trimming you're doing, you're going to, you're going to lose some. If you touch the bud, you're going to lose some. So there's always some negligible loss on a bud, right? Now yeah. what we look at is, are we touching it for one minute? Or are we touching it for eight hours? We had a strain called Chernobyl a few years ago. And before it even started budding, the whole stock's loaded with crystals. And loaded up and very white you know they're really loaded with crystals it's probably 10 percent thc before it even bloomed and uh we didn't have a negligible loss it's all about getting the right dryness doing the right amount of rotations you know you get that right dryness where the outside leaves flake off when gently rubbed and then you only have to rotate the buds in there you know 8 10 12 rotations so 20 seconds it's pretty you know you're moving it around in a box or harvesting it more than 20 seconds yeah um so you're gonna have some loss and you're always gonna have some loss whether you use scissors, you're cutting track gums off, you know? Yeah, definitely. Now here's a great question. Um, can a small woman use the trim bag with ease? Yes, yeah, so my partner um, in the business, his wife is probably about five foot tall. 
<laughs> she uses it fine. So we see people of all different walks of life using it. Um, it's just about, you know, you take the, the trim bag and you're rotating it, you know, so you, you just you just lift the bag. All you do is lifting it. So you do a lifting action just to get that buds rotated in there. So sometimes it's a flick of the wrist, sometimes it's a little bit of lifting action, and virtually anyone could use it. I yeah. Mean, we've seen people with the one hand use it, you know. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure you could sit in a chair and use it with enough room in front of you. Yep. You know, so like even if you're in a wheelchair, I think you could you could use it if you you just need use of yes your arms pretty much. Yeah. Right? We see people. Arm. We see we see people one arm use it. So we've had people with disabilities have only use of one arm. Actually, take it and tie it to a doorknob and just spin it like a jump rope. Um, I've seen badass. some friends up in Oregon. They they uh, put a bungee cord on the ceiling. And they just spun it from a ceiling, so it's yeah. pretty pretty easy to use. You know, the thing only weighs five pounds when loaded up, so you oh, get two pounds there. Weighs about five pounds, so it doesn't really weigh a lot. Yeah. So you know, you think about the grandma weight. You know, can you lift the grandma weight? That's right. And so I kind of, kind of equate it to one of the small weights. Yeah. So this thing, yeah, this thing is very, very, very light. It's a yeah. little large, so you just need you just need the room. That's it. Right. Yeah. So, so, if you so sm smaller frame, I like to use the instead of the end cap handles, the straps, I like to use the green ones you put your hands in. Yeah. And so I like to put my hands in that one. And so it doesn't matter the size of your frame, your body, you can still utilize that part of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I just meant that like the room itself, you gotta have, you know, five feet around you kinda to be able to shake the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're, not, we're not shaking it, what we're doing is we're rotating the buds. So some people think we're shaking the buds in there, but if you're shaking the buds, it's not exactly how we like to do it. What we like to do is you have the buds actually rotate and the trim back so you're hearing them swish around in there. Yeah, so Firebuds actually showed us last class and it, it makes like a whoosh, yep. whoosh, right? And, and so, yeah, it's not a shake. It was just a, yeah, just a descriptive word. Now, um, here, let's find another question for you. Okay, so I know, sorry, I just got to sift through them here. Um, other than, here you go. Other than uh, the time saver, any other pros for the trim trim bag over hand trimming? I guess. So, yeah, so on that one, there's one thing that led us to, to doing this, you know, is I used to trim for months at a time for people. And finally, I got a tendon issue in my elbow and I couldn't trim anymore. And so that was a big part of the starting of the trim bag is you think about it using a spring scissor, scissor and you're, you're taking your hand and going in and out. Eventually, it affects your elbow. You get tendonitis. Um, some people do. Not everyone will, but... That's what happened to me is just over and over, you know. So there's health advantages. Um, the biggest thing is time. So you think about it, if it took you eight hours to trim a pound, and you could do the same thing in a few minutes, an hour. I mean, that's a big yeah. thing. You know, time's money, time's valuable. You can spend time with your family. You could do what you want to do. So the biggest thing is time. If yeah. You're I, bigger, if you're on a bigger farm, you might be paying people to do it, right? And it's time on there as well and contact time. And so now you have people that are more successful they could do more and process more faster and still have an end quality result. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say is like, um, I mean, back in the day, you weren't, you were like, if you were going to a farm, you were blindfolded, you didn't know where it was. Like there was a bunch of risk to bring in that trim crew. So that's another thing that's, you know, you're, you're cutting out that, that, that whole, um, yeah, well, that it's, it's, it's money. It's, it's your amenity. There's, there's lots of things that the trim bag uh, brings. You're not necessarily cutting it out. What you're doing is you, you're decreasing the duration of time that it's happening, right? So now if you, mm -hmm. if you take you six months to trim and everyone trimmed a pound a day, 
Now, what if you could do that in a month and everyone trimmed eight pounds a day? Yeah. So big difference on just the duration. So you can still the same people. Do you just changing the duration? That's a good and call. People that are trimming. So if you're coming from a trimmer's aspect and you're making money trimming, like in California, there's a lot of people that trim. Yeah. And you get paid per pound. Now, if you're doing eight pounds a day versus one, you're making more money in a shorter duration of time. Quicker, too. yeah. Just maybe you worked for a month instead of six months. You made the same amount of money and you're doing your thing, you know. And so a little different. Um, so ultimately, you you weren't only you weren't trying to cut the trimmer out. You were trying to make the 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 job easier for everybody involved. Yeah. So what we were doing is too is you know as being trimmers, we wanted some. We couldn't afford a ten thousand dollar trim machine, five thousand dollar trim machine. But for some, for three hundred bucks, we could afford it. You know, think about that. Three hundred bucks. If you paid someone in California to trim two pounds, it cost you one hundred fifty a pound. Or you used to now it's about a hundred. So now it's three pounds. So in the in the time it takes in money for three pounds, it paid for itself in one day. Yeah. So that's the trip is, you know, what will pay for it. If you got something that'll pay for itself so fast and pay for itself first use. Yeah. I've never had anything. No, no, very, very few things at least. Now, um, shit, I had a question. I fucking lost it. That's no good. Oh yeah. I promo codes because you know, for, for some of, some of the audience, they're new to growing. They, uh, you know, Whatever. Do you do you have a, a promo code that I can I can throw up for everybody, or does Firebuds have one for you? I'm pretty sure he does, but I can make promo codes a little later. So if you send me a message, I can make promo codes for the website. Sure, sure. That's I didn't mean for me personally. I just meant like for anybody right now well, who was like yeah, no, keen to no. buy one. Uh, so what what they can do is they can go to Firebuds account. In his highlights, he's got discounts, and and you'll find a trim bag one in there. Yeah, no, I could create a code for you guys. Um, so yeah, it'd be like Auto Flower Show. Yeah, and they could go to the website and uh, save money on it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fire, man. We'd re we'd all really appreciate that. Um, now I don't I know you're like walking around in your field at work right now. I don't want to take up too much of your time, um, but we've still got a few minutes left in the live. I I I'm hoping you'd be okay to answer a couple more questions. Yeah. Uh, okay. Realistically. Uh, sorry, what difference does the trim bag do differently than a regular paper bag? I mean, a paper bag, we've seen people do that before. You know, you're shaking your buds in a paper bag, right? So you're not rotating your buds. So when you shake your buds, you're agitating it. What we're doing is gently rotating the buds in a trim bag. So the process is gentler. The fabric is softer. It has more give than a paper bag. So you feel that fabric, it's actually softer, gentler on the buds, and it trims the contour. A paper bag won't trim the contour. That trim bag could flex and move a lot easier. That paper bag's just, and it's not the same thing. Yeah. Okay, so just now. And I mean, the trim bag, you know, you think about the whole process of it. You, you put up to two pounds in one side. You can put one bud in, up to two pounds in. You rotate the buds in there. You take and you sip the shake out. So it's separating the shake, sipping the shake. Another good part That's... of the process is like, you ever see shaking the bottom of pounds? Usually yeah. a lot of that comes from people trimming over the buds and not removing the shake. What this is doing different is this is taking all that shake, removing that shake to help you get a better finished product. Yeah, I, actually what I should do is I should show everybody the inside of the thing because there's that green, there's the green grate within there. Yeah. That, that, that's what he's talking about, Will. Um, here, I'll grab it. It's just, I'll, <clears throat> yeah, so there's, a, there's the green grate inside of it, which separates the large chamber that you you're trimming within you put your buds in and then uh and where the where the shake goes so just quickly everybody i'll unzip it 
Bam. Now this is the small chamber. So this is where all your shake is. Now, Firebud showed us last week that there's actually this little sock here. So when you're collecting it, it'll go right up in the corner and you can zip it out and it's all over here. Right, so you've, you've put a lot of thought into this machine. It's not just, not just a paper bag. Yeah, we, we streamlined a process, right? So we streamlined a process of processing buds, you know, and simplified it. So, yeah. you know, what, whether you're new at growing, whether you're a small grower or a large grower, it's an easy solution. You know, you could go grow five pounds and use the product. You could grow, see people growing a thousand pounds using it. So very versatile, you know, at a thousand pounds, maybe you have three of them. At five pounds, you got one, you know, so you just scale up and it's not, you know, even if you're buying three of them compared to a trim machine, it's a fraction of the price still too. We'll see big hemp farmers like on a field like this using the trim bag to process the buds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Thanks. at some point you're going to you're going to be scaled out, you know, at some point over so many acres, you're not going to use it. You're going to buy a machine. But what we did for the trim bag is we wanted to help people that were small, that were medium, that were large with something affordable. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um this is a great question. How do you recommend cleaning the inside of the bag? So what we do to clean the inside of the bag is we take a shop back we vacuum out the whole inside and then we wipe it down with alcohol. So you use like ISO on what, a, on a rag and, and, and just wipe it down? Yeah, I'll use it like on a, like something that won't leave any fibers on there. Uh, okay. So I'll leave it on a cloth that they won't leave fibers and I'll clean the whole thing out. Like a microfiber cloth kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, now, there was one question in here that said, what did the, I can't find it. I, I, what does the future look like for trim bag other than the colors? So we got other products in store in the future, like more of like a pro model for it. Um, we got more baseline models we're looking at coming out with too for smaller people. So we're going to create just a diversity of range of different trim bags. Just different sizes, I guess? Um, there's going to be some other incorporations we can't talk about right now, but there's going to be other stuff we're putting in there. Um, just other things to make the whole process easier, you know, make it so cleaner than better than and that's, that's wonderful man i that's i appreciate you giving us as much information as you could yeah so uh, we got other ones we've been working on um we just haven't released them yet you know the big one's been so popular you know worldwide it's hard to come out with another product when there hasn't necessarily been a need because it it solves the problem of trimming you know and so very simple very easy to solve you know yeah so it's, I'm sorry that some of these questions you'll have kind of already given the answers to, but it, it might just mean that the person wasn't in the live at the time or something, okay? So uh, somebody just quickly wants to know if, it, if it's for a wet trim or a dry trim. So it's only dry trim in trim bag, dry trimmer. Um, so we get asked that, but we put it in the logo too, just so people understand it is a dry trimmer. And the, the best dryness for the dry trimmer is to have the outside leaves on the bud flake off when gently rubbed and so that's the dryness we like you can get a moisture meter to quantify that but really just doing a finger test is better because there's different points in the dry process when it's ready right so if you're hang drying which we prefer the minute the outside leaves start getting crisp on buds that are wafy we'll buck them down put them right in the trim bag on buds that are denser and more structured we'll wait but that's how you preserve like the structure as well but the dryness is the biggest thing and just getting that right dryness where you just feel the outside leaves so you know when you get a bud and all these leaves start to crumble right here. So all the outside leaves, you know? Yeah. And so I just feel it with a finger and you just feel it in, when you're in the dry room and it's pretty easy to tell. Now, Firebuds, I mean, you, you have, you've answered this, but I did want to put this up here. Uh, are you going to design a smaller bag 
for the uh, medical grower that only grows four to 15 plants? And, and the answer is yes, right? Yeah, and so, so even with a current trim bag size, you can do four to 15 plants. Like I said, you could do one bud in it, but we've been asked a lot for something smaller. And I don't think if someone wants something smaller, they want a different price point. Yeah. And so that's what we're looking at coming out with is a different price point in a smaller product. Um, but yeah, we've seen that with a lot of people that are growing in the windows up in Europe, you know, it's some really small, they want a smaller trim bag to, to do what they yeah. do. Yeah. Cause I mean, it might sound, it might sound like silly for somebody who's growing one plant to get a trim bag. But if that person has carpal tunnel, if that person has any sort of, uh, injuries or, or, or uh, medical issues that, that make trimming difficult is perfect for them. Right. So yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. You see yeah, the need. Definitely a need. Um, yeah, if you look a few posts back on our page, you could see a camo trim bag with a bud holding up in front of it. And that's one of the small ones. We just haven't released it yet. But we've, we're working on the production of that small one right now. Nice. It just hasn't been as like, we get asked about big trim bags every day. You know, we probably get asked about small ones a couple times a week. Um, okay, so... Do you separate the colas with, from the popcorn nugs or can you successfully mix them without any issues? Yes, yeah, so we actually prefer to mix them. So we don't separate buds by bud size. Um, the reason being is all the buds working together in there helps trim also. So you wanna have big buds, small buds. And you'll find like a, it trims that better than just having all small ones and all big ones. Um, big ones trim the easiest, small ones are harder to trim. Just like trimming in real life, it's hard to trim small ones, easy to trim big ones, right? So you in there and it helps work the process of trimming. And so we like to keep them all together. Okay, so here's uh, another great question from Firebuds. Are there trim bag retailers in Canada? Yeah, so we're getting more retailers up there. Um, right now we're on Amazon up there and we have retailers on our website, trimbag.com. We also just picked up another distributor up there. And so we're gonna have uh, more stores up there carrying it. You know, I have a I have a local growth store that, that hooks me up that I always go to, you know, they're my guys. I could talk to them if they, if you're yeah. looking to find a, a more Canadian connection. Yeah, definitely. We definitely are. Um, we just sent a, a shipment up to Canada. So I think like four or five days ago, we sent in a shipment up there. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, that's great. So now you're saying you have like a store locator sort of on your. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then is, this is great. This, you just mentioned this, but is the trim bag on amazon.ca from you or is it a scam there's one from us on there there's another one there's some guy trying to knock us off on there with a cheap one that just falls apart um, and it's called the, the trim buddy right no it's something else on there um, but okay. we sent him we sent him a cease and assist on it oh, we, got, yeah. we got a patent on it so you know we it took us a while to do the trim bag because we didn't just do a trim bag but we got not a design patent but a utility patent on the function of it um and so we have we patented and trademarked that's a huge patent to have, man. That's yeah. like, that's yeah. Good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you have that. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go through, see if anybody's got any last questions here. Um, and yeah, so best way to, uh, can you trim with them wet? No on the trim bag on the trim bag. Does any of the dry, trichomes stick to the bag or is it non-stick you know i've seen it so we've ran we've been on a rec farm we ran like 300 pounds through one trim bag 
And the only time you're gonna get any like stickies going on is like on the zipper. So when you're dumping buds in there, you know, that zipper is not as uh, soft as a fabric. And so that'll catch a little bit. So the most buildup you'll see is right on the zipper. Um, yeah. which is, it's, it's all pretty negligible because it's not much. I mean, if you went to scrape it all off, you're not scraping it out like you're scraping a trim tray. You know, it's very little. Um, I've, yeah, used yeah. A I've used a trim bag over and over and I never, I never try to collect trichomes off of it because there's not <laughs> enough on there to collect. Yeah, it's not like you're, you're yeah. You're yeah the, you're pro the, process, the process, if you're doing it how we recommend it, we're not stripping trichomes from the buds. The, the intent of the process is to actually dry trim the buds and dry trim them in as little time as possible. So you have the least amount of contact on there, you're doing the least amount of work, and getting the best results. Okay, so I got one last question for you. How do you know if your buds are over dry? So I heard you guys talking about or buds under dry. dry. Well, it's just a finger test. So you take your finger and you see if those outside leaves flake off when gently rubbed. Even if your buds are mm -hmm. over dry, you just do less rotations. And even on over dry buds, they're gonna store longer, they're gonna stay fresher longer. And you're talking about re-moisturing buds. Um, some processes we've seen is you take a turkey bag, you fill it with air, you got your weed in the bottom of it, and you spritz it a few times with water. And that actually, you spritz the bag at the inside of the turkey bag, and then you turn it over, and it'll suck the moisture back in pretty easily. Okay, so, so I, I've got one last question, actually, that just popped up. You mentioned this, but do you recommend to be colder in the room or hotter when using the trim bag? You could do either one. Um, we've done all the way down to freezing, but at freezing, you got to realize too, is your buds, if your buds are frozen, that's when you will lose trichomes when you handle it, right? So when your buds are frozen, trichomes tend to break and snap off and not bend. Mm -hmm. When it's more of a warmer temperature, they tend to bend. Yeah, they tend to just lay down on the bud versus snap off. Yep. You think about bubble hash again. Bubble hash, you know, you want the buds frozen to strip the trichomes. Mm -hmm. So the colder the temperature, the more stripping you're going to do, whether you're hand trimming, trim machining, or using a trim bag. Yeah. Now that's that's a very great uh, comparison because yeah, people are doing that all the time, making bubble hash and shit. So it's it, this is kind of the opposite. You want your trichomes to stay on, then keep it you know room temperature. Yeah, but most people aren't going to be trimming out in the freezing cold, you know. No. Um, so I don't see it as an issue. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, it, you know, I just use that as a comparison so you can see the difference, but. Exactly. You could, you could basically trim in most environments and not have an issue at all. We've trimmed in a ton. We've trimmed in tons of places and not had an issue at all. That's badass. Now, one one final thing, Kenny. Much love to Trimbag, dude. I appreciate we, it, guys. Uh, yeah, man. We really appreciate you and your time. I know you are a super busy man, so uh, I I'm I'm keen or I'm happy to let you go. Um, okay. You yeah, guys want to see the farm? I, yeah. Fuck yeah. Show us around a bit. So oh, I got. Oh uh, my god. Now this is a hemp farm, correct? Yeah, this is all uh, CBG. We got a late start on it, but it's all oh it's all CBG from uh, Oregon CBD. How many acres? Um, it's probably like right around ten. Fuck off! Yeah. So wild, man. So so wild. You guys want to see a hermaphrodite on feminized seeds? Yes. Yeah, that's like, that's yeah, something. Yeah, so we got, uh, went over the field and sprayed the whole field. Um, you know, we just spray with just like insecticidal soap, just stuff that's uh, organ approved for cannabis, just to stay compliant on everything. Um, yeah, keep on the up and up, right? Yeah. It's well, easier well, to sleep at night that way. Well, we just like clean product, good results then. You know, we're going to do a lot of this for uh, trim flower. And so 
people are going to use it medicinally. You know, we don't want anything on there. That's not going to be good. Let me find the row. But yeah, we cruised through on a quad. Took us about I don't know, six hours to spray on a quad. My buddy's sitting on the front on the bumper and uh, spraying. Well, no. somebody's driving. Well, he was looking for uh, for uh, hermaphrodites and males while okay. I'm spraying. So we're going through just cruising along, spraying it. But I'll show you this one. So as you you know, you cruise along on a quad, you might not always see stuff. But you're looking, and now they're just starting to show. Let's see if I missed it or not. It's on one of these ones. Some of them are hard to spot. Let's see if I can catch this one. I marked the road too, because I gotta pull it out. But yeah, you don't want that to spread, eh? No, you don't. Let me see. Sometimes it takes a minute to find it. It's a lot easier on a quad. <laughs> It's yeah. crazy. There, it's crazy how, like, even everything is. Yeah. It's a very, very well planted farm, man. Well, we got a late start, so we didn't plant till July, on our tenth. And I can't find the plant now, but there's a there's three of them in the field that are marked. <laughs> in the, yeah, you got three of them in that field. Yeah. I I don't think we're that upset that you can't find one, man. So this one's starting to hermaphrodite. And oh you yeah, look, you can see the little pills where the where the seeds are starting. Yeah, so it's really hard to tell. A lot yeah. in the field, you know, you go by and you could just you could cruise right by this one and not even see it, you know. And so it takes a trained eye to do it. Yeah. But yeah, it takes a trained eye to catch them. Um, we like to mark them and then pull them out just so you don't get any seed in there. But yeah, man. my buddy was saying you see like three and two thousand plants that you know two of them are full blown male plants, one's a hermaphrodite. Um, we saw three and probably about 11,000 plants we looked at, but it doesn't mean that there's not more, it's just everything's sexy and everything's starting to flower right now, everything's starting to show. So, yeah. Now, um, that's a good ratio though. You can't be upset about that, right? Yeah, a lot of people see one in 4,000, but I feel like you might miss something at that level, you know, because I came through when I saw one over here. I was going to see if I could find the one that was actually a hermaphrodite. But we're seeing different levels of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Different, uh, different phenos, all kinds of stuff, you know? We're, well, um, yeah, man, we're, we're running down to four minutes, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. If you got to get, we could get, too. Well, no worries. I, I'm, I'm keen to see what you're, you're trying to show us for sure. See if I can find it again. I'm yeah, exactly. It. If you can't, you can't. I'm just letting you know where, yeah, we just hit the four-minute mark. So, and sometimes they cut you like 20 seconds early. There you go. Right? Yep. Look at that. So, but you'd be fast, you know, be surprised how fast they'll develop, you know, so all the pond sacks would develop and they, they start dumping really fast. This one's pretty far out there. So are you fixing to cut that down today? Yeah, I'm cutting it down today. Nice. Just going nice, to get some good pictures of it and comparisons, you know, for later, for people that are doing it. We put it up on a, our other Instagram, Butte Hemp, so you can see it. Oh, shit. Oops. Um, oh, damn. I wish I knew that I would have had that pinned at the bottom the whole time. Hey, you're good, man. Okay, cool. Well, man, if you, if you would uh, DM me that, I will, I'll tag you. I'll tag it. I'll definitely follow it myself. Yeah, no, check it out. You can see the yeah. progress on there and, uh, yeah, Hell just yeah. plan around with it. All right, man. Well, Kenny, thank you so much for your time, dude. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Uh, if you guys want to get on another one, let me know. Yeah, I think, um, 
I mean, you're you're on board for for two hundred one. I believe we've talked about it. And yeah, so, if you guys so, want to do like a trimming one, we could. Uh, I could show yeah, people start to finish well, once some of this hemp comes down. We could show people start to finish on the process of how we dry and uh, how we. When process are you? It. When are you looking to harvest? Uh, we're probably about two months out on this one, maybe a month so, and a half. So roughly, like sometime in October. Yep. Okay, so then maybe what you and I'll do, we'll do an episode together. Um, <laughs> And, and and we can re we'll, we'll record it a little bit better. Like I got a microphone and stuff. We don't do it over Instagram, do it over Skype. Uh, I got a microphone and 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 we can we can try and release the uh, the video of it too. I've never done that. Release an episode like that with the video. So um, yeah, man. Let's 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 talk about that. We'll do that in October when you harvest. Sounds good, man. Okay, dope. Awesome. All right, you guys have, have a yourself good a great day, man. Thank you, you so too, much. Later. Cheers. Peace. Well, fucking hey, everybody! That was that was fire. What a really, what a really, really nice guy. Really easy to talk to. Um, I'm gonna sign off. I got to fill up my coffee cup with that Pilgrim and uh, Pilgrim Coffee Roaster, and uh, and yeah. So I and then we're gonna. I'll go back live again, and we're gonna have uh, my herbs now, Scott, for my herbs now on, to uh, to kind of you know ease the chatter, and then he's gonna tell us about the dryer and and and, and whatnot. So. Yeah, everybody, I'll be right back. Cheers. Full of foolishness, my baby got a rambling mind. Today, I'd like to give a huge Autoflower 101 shout out to our official sponsor and grand prize contributor at Trimbag. Trimbag is a revolutionary new way to quickly and easily process most trimmable product. With the use of Trimbag, you will notice the structure of your finished product retains its natural contours. This tells us that the process, although appears rough, is actually fairly gentle because of the flexibility of the shape and fabric. The trim bag utilizes multiple friction points to dramatically speed up the trimming process so one person can do more in less time. Get yours now at www.trimbag.com. There he is. How you doing, Jesse? We're doing well, man. Now, I just want to quickly, before we kick things off, I want to say that last live, we had like 115 people in here. So let's, we're only at 36. We're, let's let people roll in before we really start. Absolutely. Absolutely, doing, bro. Doing give, give them a minute. Yeah, but before we do that, I would like to say, man, I'm super glad to see your face here on the live. I'm super, super glad to have spoken to you this morning, to see that you're in a little bit of a better place with it all. Um, man, I've been worried about you, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Like, how are you doing? You want to, do you want to start there? Guys, just to let you know, I'm doing fine. Okay. With the coronavirus, with all the delays we had, I was already waiting on my dryer. Um, we were behind and then we got hit with a devastating blow. Uh, basically, I'm just going to say for the record, all the dryers are just basically destroyed. Uh, it was a devastating blow. Um, I am not a rich person. I don't have Daddy Warbucks backing me up. Um, I had all my eggs in these baskets, and a lot of eggs got broke, and a lot of chicks died. So uh, we are going to make a comeback. I have been depressed to say the least for the last few days. But over the last 24 hours, um, I have developed a plan, and we, when when I return, um, I will 
make an announcement. I will reach out to all uh, the loyal followers that trusted me, all my loyal reviewers. Shout out to, you know, Third Floor Organics. Shout out to Eagle Gardens One. Shout out to Chef Anna with the pot. Shout out to Dirty Monkey. Um, these guys were pivotal in the launch of the beginning of Herbs Now. These uh, early adopters, as I call them, um, reached out to me. They wanted to know what was going on. And uh, that is how this all started. Guys, I am a fellow grower, just like yourself, with a laboratory background and an electronics background. That's what allowed me to develop uh, the dryer and come up with a procedure um, for us to safely and consistently dry our harvests every single time, guys, every single time. So uh, it was with all my good intention and all my, you know, right from the heart that this started from. So um, this is terrible that this has happened, but guys, I am not down and out. Um, we made <clears throat> all the refunds. I, I, you know, once I knew my dryers weren't coming back, I refunded all the money and uh, I took down the website and uh, all my information just to be safe, okay? This is a safe thing. It has nothing to do with running away or hiding or trying to do anything like that. This is, you know, things we're not just gonna talk about, but I am fine and we are gonna rebound back. Um, I wanna be the spearhead for the cannabis community um, for drying, you know, simple as that. I got the answers. We got lots of happy growers out there and uh, we're just gonna keep rolling. This is just a bump in the road, Jesse. Yeah, definitely. Now. Um, I know you can't say too, too, too much about what happened, but I like somebody has already given us a question and it says, what happened to them? So what happened to you now? I'd like, I mean, I know you've already touched on it, but just to, to clearly state as much as you can give us, um, uh, yeah, like there was a, there was an accident, uh, the, 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 it, within shipping or something or, or yes, there... it's all shipping. Um, basically, like I said, I can give the. The, the bones of the it, information right? that they were just, just destroyed. Okay, yeah. they're destroyed. Um, unusable, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's what I can tell you. Yeah. So, so when that happened, that rendered you out of business. Oh, dude. Essentially. What happened was, as I was ramping up and I invested my profits into a large purchase of Herbs Now Dryers. That, that shipment that was coming in, those multiple shipments that were coming in, were ruined. Everything got ruined. So that basically uh, put a huge, huge dent in my bank account. And what I need to do now is uh, I need about two or three weeks. I'm going to get things rolling again. And the way the process works through the manufacturer and stuff, I'm hoping to have product by the end of the year again. And get jumping back. And this, when I when I reemerge, um, it will be my new dryer. Mm -hmm. It will be my updated dryer. There's going to be some great whatever. things. Well, yeah, we can call it 2.0, I guess. But uh, whatever you yeah. decide, that's 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 for you to decide, not me. Right. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah, put put names in. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, now, and I'm, I've got somebody here who, I mean, just wants to send their sympathies to you, man. This isn't a question. I'm just so happy you are okay. You and your lives do so much for the community. And that's from Clips. Oh, that's cool. Smoke. Yeah. Now, I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. Um, no so, problem. So you're fixing, I mean, you, you obviously, uh, or maybe not obviously, I'm, I, I don't want to say that you're promising, but you are hoping to come back to market with the new dryer in 21. 
Well, I'm at the end of this year. I'm shooting for. Oh, wonderful! So at the end, of, at so the end, what I'm going to do is what I'll do is when I get my new dryer, I'm going to hit up Dirty Monkey, Eagle Gardens One, Your my boys. reviewers. Uh, you know, so high. Shout out to so high out there, um, Chef Anna. Everybody that was supporting me and loved my dryer, they're the ones that are going to get the new version first. And they're going to be doing posts, and they're going to show what's up. And we're going to take off from there, just just like that. Yeah. You know, I got a whole list of emails. I'm getting flooded, flooded with emails uh, about questions about the dryers and stuff. Guys, I will get with you. I will get back with you. Um, but just not right now is not a good time, and I will be coming back with the dryer. This is not over. This is not over by far. Uh-uh. Oh, no. This is not done. I started this game. We opened up a whole new level here um, in the cannabis community, and uh, it, it's not done. This was, a, this was a huge, devastating thing that happened, but I'm not down and out, boys. I'm not down and out. Yeah, just, just Not by a long shot. Just currently uh, at bay, so to say. Um, now, right. uh, is there, are you going to keep this page live or like, so people can connect with you? Well, or, that's a good question. That's a real good question. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Are you going to keep this page? Uh, that's a real good question. I want to, but the president, you know, I'm going to have to ask her and she, you know, is kind of not reflecting on keeping it right now, but we'll see. Um, I would like to. But if I do keep it, I'm not going to be using it for posts and doing anything until I get my new dryer and until I'm ready to launch again. Yeah, um, it'll be basically if you leave me a message or if you follow me, I could do a uh, I'm going to do a post and stuff and uh, when the dryer is ready and go from there type of thing. But I wouldn't <laughs> be uh, <clears throat> using it for communication. Yeah. OK. Sounds good. <clears throat> now, <laughs> Taproot. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Somebody in the comments just wants to know what happened. There was a shipping accident. Currently, uh, Scott has to uh, reevaluate and, and and adjust and evolve. So that's that's basically where we're at. Um, yeah. So <laughs> go ahead. Yes, a lot of the profits were tied up into that shipping, so it's not like I can just uh, reboot here real quick. I need a few weeks to recover, and uh, I'm going to get another <clears throat> order placed through my manufacturer, and we're going to we're going to get dryers here again. There there is a huge huge uh, love for the for the dryer for the continuous uh, need for it. There's a continuous need for it. The growers want it. They want consistent drying. They like safe, consistent drying. That yeah. is key. Now, um, would you like to get into uh, talking about the dryer itself? Sure. Let's talk about the dryer and the process. Absolutely. Okay. So quickly, uh, before we do that, I want to say that um, I think it's safe. I, I don't actually know the answer to this question, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't have any inventory. Like uh, somebody in, in the question says, do you have expansion trays or like trays? I have, two, I have two dryers left. Yeah. So uh, I have yeah. two dryers that I kept for emergency, uh, but in my warehouse sits two dryers yeah. and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Uh, but uh, so any, yeah. anyhow, um, those, yeah, essentially, no, you don't have any expansion tray packs. Or tray expansion packs. Yet. The trays were sold out for months, guys. I bought extra trays, and you guys just just blew through them. I couldn't believe it how quick the trays went. You guys, once you got a taste of what was going on, you guys started racking up like crazy. It was unfucking believable. Right. 
Now, um, so somebody says, uh, yeah, do you have a price for the new dryer? Probably not, eh? It'll be about around the same price. I'm not going to raise the price, and it's not really going to be lowered, but it is going to be, uh, I will say, I got all, dude, oh, guys, this was so horrible. I had all kinds of accessories. Oh, it was going to be so awesome. And I can't talk about it too much, but, yes, you're going to be able to accessorize your new dryer. It's going to be wicked. Wicked. I'm using the word wicked. <laughs> now, um, okay, so Plowboy has said, I've heard a lot of people ask about or compare the uh, food hydrator, food dehydrator and the My Herbs Now. Yes. Uh, now, um, I, you said something to me that, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to mention what you said. I'd like for you to try to explain to us. And then if you don't mention it, I'll bring it up because it was a really, really driving point for me. Um, okay. So, but I'm sure that, yeah. Uh, so tell us what really, because there is on the market, there's a, a Chinese food dehydrator that is the same shape as yours. So, um, I mean, you've said something that has helped me understand that. So maybe I, I would like for you to try and, and help the audience understand that as well. Very good. So my dryer was custom made by me. Over the course of five years, I tested all kinds of temperature ranges, all kinds of environments, and I zeroed in to what I felt was the best temperature range to dry our buds in. That's what I locked my dryer in. My manufacturer um, that I work with has guaranteed me the right to that temperature range. They're not going to make uh, any other dryers that run at that temperature range. So um, <laughs> that is something that's very good. Also, my dryer can't do food or fruit. It works at a much lower temperature, so it doesn't have the high temperature to drive that water uh, off of the materials that are more dense, like meat and you know bananas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, growers have tried to dry mushroom in it, um, but again, the results aren't good for mushroom. Mushroom drying is at a, at a higher temperature, actually, than what the dryer is set at. So okay. um, even though some have dried in, they say, you know, they claim the mushrooms have been dried. Uh, and I'm not saying it maybe wasn't. You know, if you slice anything thin enough, you know, it's going to dry out. Uh, but regardless, that is not what the dryer was made for. Um, with my laboratory background and electronics background, I had the manufacturer dial this uh, temperature into where exactly I wanted it. I have a heavy-duty motor um, for long, continuous operation inside the dryer. Um, the microprocessor, um, you cannot change the temperature. The microprocessor controls a preset temperature on the dryer, um, keeping it within the high 70s to low 80s, uh, depending on how your environment is, you know, obviously. And uh, my circuitry on the dryer, this is important, my circuitry on the dryer is plus or minus one degree Fahrenheit. Um, the reason for this is to keep a tight tolerance uh, on that uh, temperature range because during manufacturing processes you can have circuitry that have will have a higher plus or minus Fahrenheit degree um, on that circuitry so if you buy a dryer that you think is operating at 95 degrees um, it could be actually operating at uh, 100 or so you know there's a plus or minus uh, during the build of uh, the circuitry and stuff so I paid extra money um, to have that uh, 
that a tight collar. Out. Yes, I had yeah. tight collar put on that. So those are the main three main things. Um, I also the trays I had specially made through the manufacturer, so the bottoms can pop out. And basically, that is it. Um, the dryer was brought to the cannabis community with 100% love and uh, to help growers. There is a tremendous problem with drying out there. Um, thousands and thousands of growers every harvest um, have issues with hay smell or mold or the buds just don't smell right. Um, with the consistent drying, we have finally brought to the table um, for the first time uh, safe drying better drying, better results, more control um, over uh, your curing process. So if you like a spongy bud, this is what I've been telling you, you like the spongy bud, after the drying process is complete, you have a minimum of one to three weeks to safely and slowly bring back that moisture to whatever level you want, okay, whatever level you want. It's about safe, guys. It's not about trying to save that moisture in there. The moisture is our enemy. I've been saying this for years. Letting the moisture linger around, uh, linger around, have a slow drying process, slowing it down, only creates issues um, for our buds and inside our jars. So we want that control at all times. And that's what the dryer has given us for the first time. We follow the process. Again, this is not like, for those that have the dryer right now and use it, you know, it's not like hang drying. Number one rule is to dry until the stem breaks. Um, then you want to stop drying. If, if the stem is bending or flexing, you've got to keep drying. That is the key I, to this method. I'm pretty sure it's the same with, with hang dry, though. You want to wait until your, your, your stems are snapping. It just takes longer. Now, Yes, but, yes. But, but for me, okay, so you, you didn't say the thing that, that you said to me that one time. Now, I want to... Tell me, tell me. So... I think the biggest issue that people have with it, I think, or, okay, so for there's there's two things that I, I'm I'm comfortable saying now, but so first of all, I think that it's not okay. So I think that it's for those who can successfully hang dry, do it. In my opinion, if you can successfully hang dry without getting the mold, without doing all that, then you go ahead and stick to it because that's your thing and you're killing it at doing that. Do that. Now, if you can't pull it off, the MyHerbs now takes you out of the equation and, and it allows you to, to pull off a fucking good, a good product. So that's great. So instead of, for me, like I think that it's not against the hang dryers, it's, it's for the people who can't hang dry. So now, but one thing that I think that you, that you told me about the dryer itself, now this will help people, I think those who are skeptical, um, is that your, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to create a mold, to create a new, um, a, a, a new mold for to, to, to come out with your own shape, to come out with right. your, your own. Right, your, exactly. To come out with the My Herbs now. Or bigger, or, or if you want to go bigger or, or bigger smaller. Or whatever it is. But yeah, so you did, you found the, you got the rights to that shape, just like that other company does have that right to use that shape as well. But then you change the interior to to all of these all of these things they, they, the guts are different the, the guts, guts are, are different. different exactly in layman's terms the guts are different it looks like that other dryer because it's made with the same mold as that other dryer there's the right but it's not the inside of it the outside is made with the same mold now the rest of it is now done by you and you thought it through right correct correct so anyway, absolutely that right there i was like fuck i actually know that just from experience 
from from my dad's an inventor and he's gone through the process of trying to get molds made and he's been stopped dead as soon as he found out the price tag right because a mold to get a mold made for your own invention like to get um uh something that you want made it costs a lot of fucking money hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah i did the small mold changes i did to the herbs now that's going to be my upgraded edition costed me fifteen thousand dollars and basically all it is is a little hole a little fucking hole and it cost me fifteen thousand dollars um to make that change on the mold yeah. so to make it bigger to make a whole different one it's hundreds of thousands of dollars there's people out there that's oh, i'll just go buy my own and go go to china and get yeah go right ahead because china's going to say okay you're going to have to order a thousand of them and do you have thirty five thousand or fifty thousand dollars to you know order you can't just order one you got to order hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and that's not just how it works. There's a big misunderstanding on how it works. Um, for the hang dryers out there, exactly, Jesse. If you're hang drying, if you think your buds are coming out so great, stick with it, okay? Keep going. Uh, but we did, okay, let's not forget, we brought to the table for the very first time ever laboratory results, multiple laboratory results, not just done by me, but other growers in the community that show Slow and low is not the way to go. We are not retaining maximum THC, terpenes, and esters. And uh, it's not just the laboratory results that confirm that. It's the growers themselves. I've got hundreds of messages and emails from growers telling me their jars smell way better than anything they've ever done. And these are growers that have been hang drying for 10, 15 20, 26 years, they threw in the towel. They said, fuck hang drying. This is way better. I have much more control. So, you know, I got guys in my family. I got friends that'll look you right in the eye and say, you know what? Liver, liver tastes so good. I love liver. Um, a freshly killed calf, uh, a young killed calf. We take its liver and soak it in milk and it is so good. You know what? I hate liver. You can't, you, you'll never sell me on fucking liver, okay? I'll take steak every time. But there's guys out there that think it's better. And it's the same mentality with the hang dry. They're going to look at you and tell you 60 is the way to go. And they're going to jump up and down. But I ask you this, what have you gained? That is my question to them. What did you gain by spending 10 more days of dry time, okay? Do, do the buds, do you think they smell that much better? Well, I got lab results that show we're losing terpenes, so how can anything smell better if you're losing terpenes, okay? That's my point. If you like what you got going on, if you like hang drying, that's all based upon uh, <clears throat> uh, what I like to oh, – the words slipped my tongue. Okay. Based upon opinion, okay, and preference. Opinion and preference. Um, yeah, I guess. That's fine. Opinion and preference is fine, but you know what? When I got into this game, I knew I was going to get attacked. I knew haters were going to come after me. I knew they were going to talk their shit. But you know what? I got into this to help other growers, to bring consistent, safe drying to the table. And that's what we've done. And we back it up with laboratory results and happy growers. The guys that fail when they use the Herbs Now dryer, hear how they fail. They try to hang dry. They try to hang dry using the dryer. They tell me, they'll send me a message, my buds were dried in 24 hours. The buds aren't dried in 24 hours. Nothing's dried ever in 24 hours. Nothing's dried in 48 hours. Stems, I, in all the environments that I have done testing in, stems have never broke in 48 hours, okay? 
And uh, it's just the mentality that the cannabis community has literally scared every grower on temperature, on moisture, on light. You know, ooh, watch this, ooh, watch this. But nothing was backed up by numbers. Nothing was backed up by numbers. Where's those numbers? Where's those laboratory results that show, uh, you know, hey, if this light is used, we're going to get more THC. Hey, if this was used, we're going to have more terpenes. They don't show it. It's just a matter of preference and opinion. I, for the first time, have shown growers that we can do it safer and better and dial it in. And you know what? It's, it's a groundbreaking thing. We've broke the glass ceiling. We broke through a membrane that has been there for years. And in my opinion, stifling, stifling growers grow, you know, grows, stifling the harvest ruining god only knows how many buds how many thousands of pounds have been you uh, ruined to hang drying you know littered the, the the internet is littered with horror stories about how buds were ruined and this didn't work and what happens what happens when that person is upset and they post they're said you you didn't do it right you didn't have enough fan speed you didn't have enough uh moisture you didn't have enough dehumidification you should have had an air air conditioner running oh yeah it's the growers fault nobody stopped to take the time and say hey maybe it's the method we're using the method we're using maybe just isn't a hundred percent rock solid yeah well and that's that's yeah. what we got to think about okay so let's i got <clears throat> two questions from our our uh, our teacher so first is uh will you black out the trays to simulate drying in the dark when you come back yes so that's that's bad yes there was a there was a high um request for that i mean well i'll put it like this there's a lot of like i said the cannabis community scared the hell out of people out of darkness um there's been i've seen lots of studies that were done on 48 hour darkness keeping your buds in the dark it really from what i've seen there's no difference okay but the scare factor and the fact that it not just whether or not it works or not, there's growers out there in situations that don't have the room or the space. So if they need to keep their dryer in the tent with, with UV light, we want to try and protect it. So yes, it become a point to where I can do that. And uh, yes, yes, that's going to be an option for uh, when the dryer comes back. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, um, I, uh, yeah, so um okay so we got another question from firebuds i've dried Fire many bug. i've dried many pounds of flour best temps to dry at is 70 to 72 degrees fahrenheit at 40 to 45 percent relative humidity why the higher temperatures um i found with laboratory testing the lower temperatures um did not retain as much thc and terpenes the longer it takes for buds to dry, oxidation uh, affects uh, or degrades terpenes and THC. So through the consistent drying, um, we see that uh, we can retain more of each of those, including the esters. So the lower temperature, um, I know it's been beat, beat into our heads and we've been beat over the heads about it, uh, but in the long run, it doesn't seem to pay off. Okay. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, okay, question about uh, bubble hash. Uh, I got to find it, but I do know it's in here somewhere. Now, uh, 
That was something completely unexpected out of the dryer. Uh, since I launched the dryer, when I originally launched, it was just for how do you recommend to dry the bubble hash? Uh, it was strictly for the for drying of our buds. Um, but then growers quickly started adopting it to germinating seeds inside the dryer. It's, a, it's become a germinator and they started drying the bubble hash. Now, um, I have not dried the bubble hash myself per se in the dryer, but I have gathered a lot of information and depending on how moist your bubble hash is, how much water is still retained in it um, at the, when you're done with the process, um, it could take anywhere from 12 to 30 hours for it to dry. Mm -hmm. Now, um, yeah, so it'll dry faster. Is it? You gotta, you gotta watch it, right? The, the bubble like I said, I haven't had any experience myself, but from all the growers um, giving the feedback of it, some growers had their uh, bubble hash dried in as little as 12 hours, uh, and some growers it goes up in between 25 to 30 hours, um, depending on how much water is still left in it. Do you, I see, do you have, um, do you have the lab results on you? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not. Actually, I had, uh, since we talked this morning, um, I'm at a different location, and I'm not really at my house right now, so I'm doing the live. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, what can you tell us about, what can you tell us about the improvements for the future? I can't tell you anything, because why? There's, there's going to be a rise of copycats out there, guys, okay? And I'm going to be the guy. I'm not giving away the secrets. I'm not going to tell what I did, but trust me. Trust me on this. I'm going to have the dryer that's better, okay? I'm always going to have the dryer that's better because I'm the grower that made it, and I'm concerned about what's going on out there, okay? I want you to get higher. I want you to get higher. I want your jars to smell like fire. That's right. I want you to have safe, consistent drying every single harvest. There's no reason why we can't have that. So as far as my upgrade, upgraded dryer is concerned, I can't... Okay, so uh, here's here's a great question. When you come out with the new stuff, is it going to be uh, universal with the original? Yes, yes, yes. Trays, everything will be uh, adaptable. Absolutely. Nice. Um, okay, so just looking through the questions. Absolutely. Take your time. I am not in a hurry. This is this. I really appreciate uh, you being able to put me still on the show here, Jesse. That That's awesome. Yeah, man. Now, there's a lot. I'll say there's a lot of fucking love in here. We are all in your corner, brother. Nothing but love, Scott, from the big green green guy. Oh, the big green guy, man. What's up, bro? Yeah. Oh, the big green guy. He was another one. He was skeptical. A lot of guys are skeptical. Um, but and now he loves it was it. my pleasure. Hey, it was my pleasure pleasure my absolute pleasure as a fellow grower to take you by the hand and to step by step show you this process and give you the confidence that's right there's growers out there that had quit growing and restarted growing just because of herbs now because they gave them the confidence of drying and they've told me i've heard it from multiple growers man i thought it was the way i was growing my buds i thought it was the nutrient i was using i thought it was whatever he goes now that I've used your dryer, he, he goes, I know my growing's on point. There was nothing wrong with my growing. It was all that uh, hang drying stuff. He goes, I was ruining my buds with the hang drying. So guys, n without a doubt, no, without a doubt, there are literally almost, there's over 10,000 growers out there. 
Yeah. 10,000 dryers that went out there, and growers are happy. Sure, like I said, you, we, we hear some bad things. Oh, it didn't work. Oh, it overdried the buds. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, usually guys like this, they tried to hang dry or they didn't want to follow the process. They got scared. They thought their buds were getting too dry. Um, they didn't want to take it to the end. These are, you know, the situations that we have out there. Uh, what's your YouTube? Did you take it down too? Up your uh two stroke. What's up? Two stroke. Yeah, two yes, for right for right now, everything I got it either incognito or just taken down for right now until I return um with the new dryer. Yeah. It's just for safety, okay? It's a safety precaution, and uh that's all. So there's nothing bad happening, and uh, we're gonna keep moving forward. Okay. Um now can you drive Paul in in it's it's got moving air a little bit inside of it, so uh, and I now that's that's a good, I never heard of that one. Yeah. Um, I would have to say no. Yeah. Um, what kind of container would you have to put it in because there's airflow and uh, it's going to blow that shit everywhere. So unless you could have some way to secure that pollen without it blowing around, no, I would have to say no. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say backwards. We get it, man. We you don't fucking you're not into it. So just. Just as backwards it. as he in here, you can say thank you, motherfucker, for unblocking me, huh? How about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's we get that he doesn't like it. Let's all keep it all respectful. There's no need to call anybody names, Scott. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's 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 thankful you unblocked him, but it's at the same time he just doesn't need to be smashing everybody in the in the thing. It's all good. Is that was it's, a, it's, it's just, you know what the haters with yeah, if you it, if you don't have any haters you ain't going nowhere that's what I'm saying Jesse if you're not making any noise the haters aren't gonna hate you know sure. and you're not really doing nothing sure just there's yeah there's no need to to call anyone names he's not calling you names that's all I'm saying so it's a, that's a great way for him yeah he could you know just yeah anyways <clears throat> let's move on just let's keep it respectful everybody. Yeah, I think I think I think you know what, man. Uh, we're gonna call it at that, to be honest. So uh, yeah, thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate your time. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, so I I appreciate. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. It's all good. It's all good, Jesse. Hey, I'm gonna contact you when we're ready again. You're gonna be one of the first persons um, that will be contacted. Maybe we can work out another show. We can show the dryer. Um, we can get things, uh, we can answer more questions, and uh, it'll be a great thing, dude. It'll be a great thing for your show, absolutely. Yeah, okay, man. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Good Thank luck. you very much, Jesse. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, I guess I'm going to invite Firebuds onto, onto the screen here so we can do the, the giveaway and... Uh, and call it for the day um yeah backwards i'm i'm sorry i wasn't honest about the my herbs now dryer i can tell you that my experience with it i haven't i've tried it once and i didn't pull it off properly I, i'll tell you that much <clears throat> do you want yeah that yeah dude what how was i not honest i just listened to what the man said 
sorry that you, you feel I wasn't honest about it. I haven't made it work yet. I don't think that it's wrong. I think that it cuts me out of the situation. I'm also trying to hang dry and learn both. Well, what's growing arms, everyone? Today's huge autoflower shout-out goes to Dan, at fullduplex underscore AFN of at Mandalorian underscore genetics. Dan has graciously agreed to be the teacher of Autoflower 201 on Living Soil. Starting on November 1st, 2020 and hosted on my Instagram Live, Autoflower 201 will prepare you for everything you need to know to successfully get yourself off the bottle. So I invite you to join Dan and myself as he teaches us his Jedi ways. You can find this groovy cat on Instagram at fullduplex underscore AFN or at Mandalorian underscore genetics. And now I'd like to extend a special thanks to at Firebuds101 and at Miss Firebuds. For without them, these autoflower classes wouldn't even exist. Yo, 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 what up? Hey. Sick hoodie. Hey. So I'll let people roll in here. And uh, before I start. Dressing in the, the class and so forth. Yeah, smoke, smoke a dab, take a dab here, Jess. <laughs> Everybody smoke some weed. That was intense. Folks, roll back in. I've been trying my best not to dab during class because I cough a bunch, but I'm definitely going to take a dab. Just <laughs> make it a little bit of a smaller one. That was. That was Everybody smoke some weed and let me let me kick some fucking uh, let me kick some knowledge and and preach for a second. Yeah, we're at 60. All right. So I'll start, man. So my herbs now, right? Everybody has an opinion about it. That's cool. Okay. Um, everybody knows when I do a live, you know, I, I have a, I'll put it this way. I have, I have, I have beasts with certain things, uh, uh, certain products in the cannabis community because I've used products and they didn't work and and there was people out there hyping products out and and they didn't work when I when I went to use them and people were were promoting um, because you know and and people with a lot of clout in the cannabis community were promoting things and I bought things uh, that didn't work because of that all right so I see where I can see where people in the cannabis community don't like that okay and so I get where a lot of people are, are trying to come from all right now I'm not specifically talking about my herbs now just to make that point clear I'm talking about all other products that have been out there okay so now I'm gonna hit it right in my in my lives I keep it positive okay and in this show we're gonna keep it positive you're entitled to your opinion. 
and entitled to your opinion. Okay, there's a point though where your opinion, okay, leave it there, leave it at that. Everybody's seen it, you've said your piece, that's cool. Okay, we can still be positive from them, but it, once there's a point to where people within the class start disrespecting each other, okay, that's not cool with me. All right, that's not cool with, with me or Jesse. All right, so with that being said, I'll move on. My herbs now, my personal opinion of it, okay? I'll let you know. I've been drying, hang drying for many, 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 many damn years. I'm 44 years old. I started growing when I was 15, 16 years old. So I've, I've dried many pounds, okay? Um, I've got a My Herbs Now dryer, all right? Um, that dryer, I believe, has its place within the cannabis community. Okay, I'm still a diehard hang dryer. That's what I like to do. Um, I've used the My Herbs Now dryer um, because when I'm, when say I have a one of plant like this, or I've got a medical patient that needs their meds right now, they've, they've ran out. I'll use that My Herbs Now dryer to get their, to get their flower to them faster than than what I could do if I was to hang dry okay um, does it does it uh, does it hurt does it hurt the flower is that cannabis patient still getting their medicine still getting their meds yes okay does it have any effect on how potent their meds are no okay um, that patient is getting the meds that they need. And I'm talking at a patient level. If you're a hobbyist, if you just love to grow, you love to grow for your own smoke, dry how you want to dry, okay? Have your opinion about whatever you want to have. That's fine, okay? But I'm telling you, the Herbs Now Dryer does have an application within the cannabis community, okay? And I'll leave it at that, all right? I'm not going to sit here and say it's it's the best thing out there. I'm not going to say it's a horrible thing. I'm saying it has a place within this community um, for for different different members of this cannabis community. All right, that's my personal opinion. Okay, and I'll leave it at that. But to sit here and heckle somebody and and, and and try to tell somebody that their product is, is crap and it has no um, no application within the cannabis community I think I think you're wrong at that point because it does have an application okay um, so it maybe it's not for you okay that's cool alright um, but you know that is what it is everybody has a right to their own opinion alright so moving forward Let's stay positive, okay? Um, and on behalf of the class, I want to apologize to anybody that was disrespected during the class. Um, and, uh, yo, we need to be sticking together as a, as a community, straight up. We need to be sticking together as a community, all right? That's the bottom line. And, and I, I said it, I did a podcast uh, interview the other day. And I told the person, uh, since I've been growing, I, I started Shouts, growing. Show to the podcast. What podcast was it? Uh, <clears throat> that was uh, Mahomie. Talking, talking Buds, right? Talking Buds with uh, Max Grimm and Ruby. 
Yeah. And I put him in there. I said, I, I've grown up through the, uh, you know, through this whole time. I'm 44 years old. And I started growing in the state of Texas. And it's still illegal to grow in the state of Texas, okay? You still get hemmed up for having a fucking dime bag of weed in the state of Texas. All right? And so I've been through uh, the prohibition. Um, and now I'm in a state where it's legal, right? And so I've been through the struggle of this, as a lot of you in the cannabis community has. And, and we're making progress, okay? So we need to stick together. If you don't like something out there, because it doesn't work for you, then fine. But that does not mean it doesn't work for everybody else. Okay? And and that's that's it. You know, yeah. let's, let's be respectful to each other and, uh, you know, stick together and, and just make this shit fucking better than what it is as far as, you know, ending, ending the, uh, the prohibition in the different states on cannabis. Yeah. Thanks, man. Is there is there anything else you want to add? Um, yeah, that's 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 about it, man. Um, I just didn't when I was reading through comments, man. I was trying to keep people uh, from popping off at each other and stuff like that, and uh, and everything. And and uh, there's a point if if I'm a business owner. Um, I'm gonna say respectful. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. I, I know with. Okay, so I grow out of flowers, right? I, I I have I have followers that talk shit on auto flowers all day long. Yeah. All right. I have the diehard photo period growers out there that I am still friends with on Instagram because everybody has a right to their opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And, and I'm an autoflower breeder, and, and, and I'm fixing to drop a photo period line, too, as well. Because I know there's people that like autoflowers. I know there's people that like photo periods. I know there's people that have their opinions on either. Okay? Yeah. Now, if I'm, if I'm breeding photo period uh, plants, and say you, say you get the Care Bears, and you grow them, and you don't like them, and you talk shit about it. As, as a business person, as a professional, I'm just going to, I'll be cool with that. You, everybody has a right to their opinion. If you don't like them, then cool. It, they, you didn't like them, they wasn't for you. All right? Um, but I'm not going to fire back at you and be disrespectful to you and, um, you know, swear at you and stuff like that. I think at that point, as a business person, you've, you've crossed the line. Okay. I agree. That, that's my opinion. You, you you take your hits and you keep moving because there's thousands of other people out there that like growing autoflowers, that like growing the Care Bears, that love the Tur profile. And I know this as as you know as a breeder, I know this. But when you start disrespecting the community out there, I think that you've crossed the line as a business person, and that as you're not conducting yourself. Um, in a um, in a good manner. Alright? Yeah, I honestly I just froze up when that all happened. I just tried to I was just trying to be a moderator. Like I didn't Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what else to say. that's not how I asked at the beginning but when I when I spoke 
to him. I, I asked, I, I told him there's going to be people in there that don't like what you do. So please, like, yeah, brace yourself for that. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's, it's just, you know, it's just me though, man. I try to keep it positive all the time. Um, I, here's, here's a, here's an example for you. Uh, back when Miss Firebus first started on, um, Instagram, there was a guy that didn't like it because he didn't win a giveaway and he called her a bitch and everything else. Um, I didn't unfollow the guy, right? I didn't block him. I didn't unfollow him. You know what I did? I made a post. I said, Hey, this guy, uh, you know, he just disrespected my, you know, Miss Firebuds, called her a bitch and all kinds of other stuff. That's all I had to do. That's all I had to do. And you know what? The cannabis community seen that shit and they came down on that dude. And that guy deleted his post and didn't say another word. And I still follow that guy and he still follows me now. And he's bought Care Bears. Right? Yeah. Right? I, I think he learned his lesson there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you have to just agree to disagree. You know, not everybody has the same point of view. Okay, not everybody does. And and you just agree to disagree sometimes, you know, that's just the way it is. But like, you know, is that's just the way it is. Now, if there's is if there's something out there that that is is a gimmick, is a scam, is blatantly, yeah. I, I will expose it as well as everybody else in this cannabis community. But if there is a product out there that does have a purpose, that is serving a purpose for um, a, a member of this cannabis community that is helping them out, um, I, I can't. I can't. I can't bash it. I can't talk shit about it. Maybe it doesn't work for me, and and how I like to see you know my end product. But for other people that that uh, like I said, want to get their their meds faster want want to uh, or have humidity issues in their area that just can't get hang drying down and it, and it and and the product works for them you know it works for them it does work for them okay leave it at that yeah you know? now i mean originally when when i got my herbs now <clears throat> to agree to be a sponsor it was like i just wanted to get one of them in the grand prize because if somebody's new to growing it was likely that they would you know need help drying right so that was <clears throat> that was the end goal you know what i mean so it's like i yeah i don't know i don't know yeah yeah now, now i guess i can say i guess i can say that it, it's 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 pretty apparent that we aren't getting one for the grand prize, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, so that. I, I, that's what I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. hey, but you know what? I tell you what. I have a my herbs now dryer, and and we did say we were gonna give one away. Um, if 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 that is the case, where we we are not gonna have a my herbs now or dryer. To give away, I will box mine up and I will send it out to the contestant or to the winner of the giveaway. 
Uh, I know there is people out there that do want the dryer, that that do want it in the giveaway. And uh, I'll box mine up. I still have the original box, the packaging, everything. I'll clean it all up and I'll send it out to the winner if they want it. Dude, no, no, you can't do that. I'll do it with mine. Because mine, he ended up, he ended up sending me one. I had to pay for shipping, but after a month of this class, he was like, "You guys are promoting us like crazy, so take this one." So I was gonna say that it, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Now, uh, I How about did, this? How about this? If the winner, if the winner is a Canadian winner, yeah, you send yours. If the winner is a U.S. winner, I'll send mine. That way, you don't have to pay. Duty. You know, crazy, yeah, duty taxes or, or shipping costs and stuff like that. How about we do it like that? Yeah, now, I, I totally agree. Now, I did have to pay out of pocket for shipping on this. So if, if the winner could pay shipping, that would be wonderful. You know? Um, <clears throat> but, meh, we'll even see it. Because it's in Canada, it probably only costs me 20 bucks. So I'm not too worried about it. Right, right, exactly. I'm not too so. worried about it. It doesn't weigh that much. I got the box. I got everything original. I've used it once. So... Yeah, we'll do that. I like that. So we'll yeah, because you didn't you you got yours for winning the cup. Yeah, I got mine for winning the auto flower cup. So I've had mine over a year now. Yeah, and I've I've, I've used it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have different uses for it. Um, I like to use it when I'm uh, if if I'm trying to dry out a plant because I'm really excited about a strain and I want to get the plant dried out that has seeds. You know, like my seeded up plants, I'll throw them in there and, and I'll dry them, dry them out real quick so I can shuck my seeds and stuff like that. Um, I use it like that. Um, I've used it to dry, like I said, like one of, like when I got a medical patient that's ran out and they need their stuff really quick, I'll throw it into my herbs now dryer and I'll dry it out, trim it up, and get it to them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But okay. anyways, let's, let's move forward past that. Um, totally. And uh, just, uh, you know, apology to anybody that was disrespected in the class. Um, that was not the intention and yeah. is never the intention for our class is for uh, anything like that to happen. Hell yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if, if it's unclear, but <clears throat> my opinion on the dryer itself is I, don't, I can't legitimately have one now. <laughs> It helped me. My weed that I dried in it smelled better than it did in my my previous hang dries. Now this round hang drying, I've dialed in my circumstances and it seems to be working much better than it did in the past, right? But I've got limited space and I'm growing as much as I can. So sometimes I'm gonna have to fill that thing, you know? And like you said, one-offs, um, stuff for my dad. You know, and stuff like, cause he's just, he likes his shit bone dry, you know? So mm -hmm. anyways, my, my, look at all them names, man. This fire buds had a time. I know her fingers are sore. She had what? A hundred, over a hundred uh, people in the classes that wanted to see, um, and hear from, from Kenny at trim bag. Yeah. And, um, also wanted to, uh, ask uh, Scott questions about the dryer and so forth. So we had quite a showing in this class today. So we got, we got over a hundred names on this wheel uh, for the giveaway today. Man, word. Now, um, okay, so 
There's we got some questions. Do you want to answer one or two before we start? Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll answer some questions. How long typically does the Care Bear F2 go? So the Care Bear F2, you're looking anywhere from um I like to say 70 days to 80 days. Some people are getting them at 65 days. It it all depends on where you want to harvest, where you want your trichomes at. You know, if if you want a more of a head high, um, of course, you're going to harvest at the first sight of amber trichomes, you know, or, or a cloudy trichomes. Um, but if you want to wait a little longer and get some couch lock and get some really, really dark purple hues to your bud, uh, let them go longer. The buds will swell up even bigger and, um, you know, you'll get that experience you're looking for. So it's always trichome, but. Yeah, trichomes. Tri I, I harvest based on trichomes. Um, what needs to be remembered they were a guest to the show don't feel so bad jesse you can hear it in your voice yeah well i do <laughs> feel i do feel bad i mean back uh, all of that like you guys are yeah most of you i've spoken to in the dms and more than once and and I, yeah i wasn't happy about all that what, what, what do you got there? This is an auto to, uh, or a photo period to auto project I'm working on. It's the uh, Animal Cakes times auto flower. So this is a, this is a photo to auto project that's in the works. Nice. And Animal Cakes is a uh, Zittles crossed with the, um, with the uh, wedding cake times zittles cross with the animal cookies. Crazy. So heavy, heavy zittles with some wedding cake and animal cookies, uh, you know. Nuts. In it, yeah. So. That's dope. Now, um, are we ready to spin or, well, we got questions building up here. Let's yeah, let's, let's answer some more questions and then I'll spin. That's um, cool, I'll answer some more questions. I don't have an answer for that one. Um, what do you What do you do with a male plant if you don't want to grow it or throw it? Any other uses? Like male plants, like if 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 you don't plan on having seeds in your flower, I would chop it and get rid of it. Yeah, I mean there's the the main use of the male plant is to collect pollen, right? To to breed with. Um, but like if 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 you just want to find like other other things to do with it, uh, cut cut the uh, pollen sacks all off, toss them away. A first sign of it, use the stems for for a tea, right? You can still use you can use every part of the cannabis plant for something. It it has a use, right? So you can you can dry the stems, make tea with the stems, um, you know, for for med medicinal purposes, you know. So. Right. Now, um, <clears throat> sorry, I was just packing the bong. You answered too quickly. Great <laughs> question. What, what is in the phone up li photo lineup? What's in the photo lineup of Firebuds? So, the Animal Cakes is definitely in there. It's a that is the actual male 
that I used for my photo period line was the animal cakes with a Z. Animal cakes, right? So that's Zittles times uh, the wedding cake times Zittles times animal cookies. And um, so that is a male, very well-structured male. Uh, had 11 fingers on that male on the leaves, so 11-fingered leaves. And um, the smell was just just so freaking dank. Um, I, had to, I had to use that one. I, I uh, went through six different strains to select my mail. Um, so I had uh, the Slimer OG from Create Genetics. I had Rare Dankness's, um, I had the Rare Dankness Starkiller OG. I had a uh, Fire OG crossed with Afghan. Um, and then, of course, I had the Animal Cakes. Um, I had, uh, what else? Yeah, I had, a, I had a few other different strains that I hunted through to find males. And out of all those strains, the Animal Cakes male is the one I liked the most. And so I kept it and chopped all the others out. And then uh, all the uh, female flowers from those strains, I pheno hunted those as well. And, uh, pick the best phenos out of the slime OG, the Afghan cross the fire or the fire OG cross with the Afghan, um, you know, and, and so forth. So, yeah. So I, I got my keepers out of all those and then pollinated them with the, the animal cakes mail. And so, yeah, it's definitely going to be some fire, man. Definitely going to be some fire coming out. Badass. Um, Crippled Kush, how long does the mando fruit go? Mine's massive and hasn't flowered yet. Yeah, the mando fruit is, is, is from what I've seen, is going to go for about 90 days, around 90 days. So that's like as long as you like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you. After that, you yeah, might. I, I want to I try to keep, uh, like everything I put out, I want to try to keep it down to at least 90 days because... Um, I, I, I kind of think at, at that point, once you start hitting a 90 day mark, um, at that point you can pretty much, you know, veg and flower a, a, uh, photo period plant, you know, 90 days. So you get you one, you know, one, one month of veg and then two months of, of flower at that point. So I, I want to try to keep everything 90 days or below. I mean, once in a while you might get that pheno that just, that just goes longer. And that, and it'll be that one pheno, you know what I'm saying? But I, I generally like like to try to keep everything under 90 days. Yeah, word. Now, um, okay, so here's a little bit of like a, a personal question. Mm-hmm. Firebuds, if Texas ever goes legal, would you consider moving back? I'm looking at land in Texas as we speak. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at land in Texas because I want. I, I if Texas goes legal, I want to be the first person to have a grow up in Texas. Like a rec grow, like a big grow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm willing to relocate. Just so you know. Yeah, I got my my mom. All my family still lives down in Texas, and so I got my mom on the lookout for like cheap land and everything. Um, as we all know. The, with the situation with my son, like if Texas was to go legal, you know, within the next year, I probably wouldn't be able to, to do that because of what's going on with Sean. But I'll definitely at some point in time be able to uh, to do that if Texas goes legal. Right. Now, um, 
Can you read that? I don't know how to pronounce it. Have you tried mycorrhizal fungi in water soaking a peat pod for seedlings? Mycorrhizae is great, right? It, it's awesome. Um, so I I have not personally tried that in soaking as far as the peat pods. I see a lot of people using the peat pods. Um, I've never used the peat pod to for seedlings because um, you know me. I like to go straight into the dirt, and and I've expressed my reasons as to why or. or my, uh, you know, my philosophy as to why I go straight into the pot versus, you know, into a smaller container and in transplanting. But, um, yeah, I've never used those peat pot, but, but soaking with micro microzy, um, I wouldn't see any problem with that. Like the happy frog soil I use is, has heavy microzy levels in it. And like I said, I go straight into that soil with seedling or with, with seed. So it's never nice. done me wrong. Now, I would quickly like to um, do a little bit of a, a plug. So just so everyone in the class knows, um, this I do this full time, and, uh, and I'm actually on Patreon. And so th within the Patreon, there's four tiers of subscription. Uh, the link is in my bio. But if you even just with your $3 is the, is the base tier, that's $3 a month, you will be entered into a draw to win uh, a pack of Pilgrim Coffee. And so donated by Pilgrim Coffee Roaster. And, uh, and, and so that's the bottom tier and every tier up. But then all, if you get all the way into um, the $20 tier, the, the top tier, you, uh, Firebuds has actually sponsored the project. And, um, and every year you will get yourself a pack of the Care Bears. So I just wanted to give a huge thanks to you, man, publicly, because I, uh, yeah, that meant a lot to me. When I started the Patreon, I was like, sure, it's all fine and dandy for people to be supporting me, being a creator and doing this show, but what can I do to give back to those who really want to take that extra step? And uh, and you made that possible. Yeah, man. Um, I believe in, in, in what you're trying to do um, with the Autoflower uh, show. And um, I want to show my support, you know, and and um, and so that's what I've done, man, because I, I, I believe that you're doing a really good job in in in, in the people that you're trying to bring on the show, um, because there's a lot of questions out there that, uh, you know, you could normally just DM some of the people that are coming on the show and ask them like, you know, you can normally uh, DM like Gardner Jeff, you know, Jeff Lowenfels. Yeah, he um, wouldn't. Yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd be a you while know, without without a response yeah, at least. So, yeah, so you might go a long time. So it gives people the question, you know, the ability to ask high profile uh, people, you know, of that caliber that are, you know, leaders in in a lot of stuff like microbes and everything. It gives them a chance to be able to, you know, ask that person a question and um, have that person respond with an answer, you know. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool, you know, so I believe in what, what we're trying to accomplish as far as the, the classes go. And I believe in, in, in what you're trying to do with the, with the podcast, man. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm honored to be able to, to, uh, be able to sponsor, uh, the show, you know? Hell yeah, man. Well, it's definitely an honor to have you on board now. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's enough personal plug-in. Uh, if you want to know more, you can hit me in the DMs, guys. Uh, now, there's 
huge shouts to you, Firebuds, uh, and this community that we've built together here during these classes. So this is from me to you guys, uh, the audience, and you, Firebuds, and Miss Firebuds. Um, this has been extremely, extremely helpful to me. You know, um, not like, yeah, sure, we're here and we're giving out information that's really helpful to all of you guys. But as somebody who's, uh, you know, within my first year of sobriety, this has given me a huge amount of drive to stay sober, stay on my game, and to hustle like I know I can. So, um, yeah, just shouts and, and a huge thank you from me and not only me, but my family. Yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Now, let's uh, let's get spinning that fucking wheel. I know people Shout are, oh, wait. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely included her in there for sure. Now, I got one question here that's important. Let's talk about this quick. Am I too late for the giveaway? If you just came in during the giveaway portion, yes, you will not be added to the wheel. Um, the the wheel is for the people that, that, have, that are on during the class. Um, so if you just popped in while we're doing the giveaway, um, you will not be added to the wheel. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's for attendance. Yeah. Now, now let's quickly talk about the grand prize. So you, we've started flushing. You've started flushing your final plant, um, and mine are already in the middle of flush, but we're going to cut them down in two weeks. Yeah. And on that day, in two weeks today, around this time, we're going to – uh, do our grand prize draw. Now that day we have Jeff Lowenfels in first. Yeah, that's badass too that it, it ends up being on that day. Yeah, and then the Sick. following day we have, or the following week we have um, Chef Sebastian Carosi. So those dates, Harvest Day, grand prize draw day will be S September 6th, 2020, obviously. Um, now, yeah, you're, it's, so it's based on attendance. So pretty much those who have been here every class are looking pretty, pretty sweet. Those guys, those are going to be the ones who are on the list. So I'll start the tally as soon as possible. Um, yep. But we still got two more classes to, to add to those numbers. <clears throat> mm -hmm. so, and so how, we're, so how we're doing that and how we're keeping track of that is uh, Miss Firebud sits through the live, the whole live, and she adds people to the wheel, right, that are in the class. So yeah. every one of these over here, I copy and paste the names on every wheel. And and then I save that to a Word file for every class. Yeah. And so I'll be giving the Word files to Jesse. He'll go through and um, he'll he'll see all the names, tally all the attendance of the class, tally them up, see who's been in every every class. Those people's names will go on a wheel and the wheel will be spun uh you know, with, with the, so like if there's a tie, right? So if there's like 10, 12 people that all have the same attendance, you'll all 12 will be thrown on the wheel and then we'll spin the wheel between you 12 people. Okay. Now there's uh there's one thing I'd like to say is that during chef Carosi's, uh episode. So after the grand prize draw, we still have more giveaways. Yeah. So he's, he's got a couple things he's, he's fixing to bring to the plate for that day for a giveaway to uh, to help uh, a cannabis chef uh, do their do their job even better than they already do. So, or yeah, or even to just a person that wants to to learn to cook some cannabis and learn. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah. So it'll. I don't exactly have the details of what it's going to be, but I do know that will there will be some terpenes in there. 
Oh yeah. Oh, he's gonna. He, you think he's gonna throw in one of those terpene? Uh, yeah, yeah. Packages? From 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 True Terps. Oh, that's sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. So shouts to them. Shouts to everybody who's been involved. But uh, yeah. So first spin. Let's do the genetics. Okay. So we're gonna do the genetics. Yes, big green guy, you are on the wheel. Fuck yeah, that guy lives on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to do a pack of the F3 Care Bears. What I've grown out here. And that's why Jesse's grown. Um, freaking, and, and good job, dude, for your, your second round of of growing uh, auto flowers. Dude, they, they look great. They look great. Yeah, I know you had, I know you had some, I know you had some issues, like, with, with, uh, with a, with a couple different things, but as a new grower, dude, for auto flowers, dude, I I think they look awesome, man. Just one hundred one hundred on that. Thank you. Uh, there's 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 people that 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 are just new to growing auto flowers, and they don't get nowhere near the size of plant that you have in there, and um, those things are just beasts, dude. So yeah, well, there's a, it's a, there's a huge testament to the to the genetics, but then also having this class going, having having you and full duplex in the in the dms always willing to, to help me out like i've and i listen that's a huge thing too right it's when you tell me to do something i actually most more often than not i'm asking you to reiterate it in another way so that i can truly understand how to do it right that's <laughs> right cool. so and, I, and, that's, and that's that's the goal behind this class you know that's that's the whole goal and that's what's rewarding for me as as the person teaching the class is seeing a new grower like yourself, you know, or a new autoflower grower, being able to accomplish and 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 get to the point of harvest and have some really good buds, you know. Yeah, well, for the record, I mean, I've only been growing since November 2019. Yeah. So. So, and I did one photo period crop, one crop of a single plant of auto, a single photo, and then now we're here. <laughs> Unicorn Slayer Mike says his dogs eat his eat his auto flowers uh, before they can get over three inches. Yeah, his dog just loves auto flowers, man. He his dog eats them. He can't grow them. He it doesn't mess with the photo periods. Only the auto flowers. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it is wild. No, um, but yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited cool. for sure. Now, but the huge yeah huge thing is is I listen. Right yeah. now, now that's what the whole point of this class was to consolidate. Because um, as a new grower, I couldn't find this information. You know, now this is yeah. A, you, you can find some. You know, you can find some. Um, Sorry, I couldn't find it in a way that that I could uh, that I could comprehend it. Because man, I personally like I'm a high school dropout. My reading comprehension is very very low. Like I'm on a low level of of even. Uh, like reading like I don't read very fast and I don't comprehend what I read so I have to read it like six times so so my yeah so my thing is is like so you can go and you can go to like growweedeasy.com or you can go to uh, I know Royal Queen Seeds they 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 have or you can go to Leafly um, there's a lot of places that will tell you um, and they all pretty much say this a lot of times it looks like a copy and paste so i don't know who originally did it but it'll be the same wording same everything on 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 a bunch of the pages um but there are there are those pages out there that do do uh, try to help the autoflower grower but 
the thing that I've seen is there's a lot of tricks and tips that aren't on those pages that can benefit people that are growing autoflowers. And so that's that's kind of like why I like to do that's kind of why I like to do what I do, you know, help people uh, learn some things that you, you can't find out there or can't read about and and that aren't being told, you know. Word. OK, so we've said it like 100 times. So let's actually spin that wheel. Yeah, yeah. So. Firebird Genetics, Care Bear F3s, Autoflowers, and let's spin it. Who do we get? Unplugged, 705. Unplugged, 705. Shout out to Unplugged, 705. What the fuck? It won't let me look at who's in here. I can look. I'm looking right now. Being a real dick about it. Unplugged. So, yep, he's in here. Unplugged 705. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, just DM uh, Miss Firebuds your info. She handles all the shipping, all the uh, everything on the the Firebuds Genetics Gmail account. But just send it, DM it to her on uh, Miss Firebuds here on Instagram. And uh, I'll post I'll post her uh, tag up. That way you can send her all the info. Why so haven't you, any of you grown, grown all those two? Feet? If you want to pin, if you want to pin that that handle, so um, so unplugged can uh, send his info. I just uh, tagged Miss Firebuds there. Oh shit. There's a lot of comments. I don't see it. <laughs> Fuck off. There's no there way you you're that you, far back. You just I did it, right? Yeah, yeah. Did I get it right, though? This is Ed, right? Yeah, it's just at Miss Firebuds with a Z. Boom, Z. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Mr. US. Yeah, congratulations, Unplugged. He just answered. He is here. Word. Um, now I'm going to get sent out to you. So that's for the Firebuds Genetics. Now let's whip that wheel for uh, TMB. All right. Now this is going to be two bottles of TMB Naturals and four refills. TMB was the, the class's first sponsor. Yeah. And they've given a year's supply to the grand prize. P. Rico MFU. I still can't look, man. Yeah, I'll look. I can see. Do all the work, bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that sucks. I wish I could help. Here we go. Let's see. Is he here? Are they here? Man, all of these leaves have come off with these. I got a lot yeah. of shit in there. I got to turn those around once we hang up here. <clears throat> Is he in here? I'm still looking. It's a long list, man. We got uh, almost 80 people in here right now. So. Fuck yeah. But I can't I believe don't... we hit 115 today. Yeah, that was great, man. That was awesome. And that was during Kenny's live. Yep. Yep. When fire. you got somebody, you know, like... Like Trimbag. Like Trimbag, you know, they have a lot of followers as well. So that's... To be expected. 
Definitely. It's cool. A lot of them are still hanging around to check out the class, man. Hell yeah! Welcome to anybody who's new, for sure. All the new, all the all the new people in here. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, P Rico's not in here, so Word. we will spin again. Show us all the fucking old, old classmates, all the OGs, all the, all the full timers, too. Hell yeah! Everybody that's been sticking it out with us since day one. Yeah, or anywhere in between. Y'all rock. Now let's, uh, yeah, let's whip it. I can hear it. It's going. Mr. NPK. Mr. NPK grows. Mr. NPK grows. Let's try things in here. Now... The winner, uh, if he's in here, or if you end up winning or whatever, winner for the TMB will DM me their info, and I'll get it to TMB. They usually ship it out within the week. Yeah, they get it out pretty fast. Yeah, if you're in if you're in Canada, you get it within like a couple of days. It's crazy. I know that uh, I grow for me is in the same province as them, and he gets it in like three days. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So and and that's another thing. Um, Jesse is going to be. We'll have the Care Bears on his website oh, yeah. uh, for all the Canadian folks. If you want to get the Care Bears faster um, from from me, um, Jesse will have them on his website here soon. But another thing, if you're in the states, you can order them on the website too. It's going to be a place to to kind of help you get orders done faster. So you're going to handle the American orders and I'll handle the Canadian orders. That way mm. sifting through the G, the, the Gmail will, will, will be less. Like you can still hit them up in the Gmail if you have questions, but you'll be able to just purchase straight off the website. If you don't have any questions, if you know you want them, you're ready to go. Yep. Boom. They'll be there for you. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah. And so that so way, there would be the a new cannabis. I'll if if you win the TMB, I've got it. I've got enough TMB here uh, at my place. Um, since you say they don't ship to Oregon, I'll if you win the win the TMB, I'll ship you the TMB. That's no problem. <coughs> I'm pretty sure they'll ship it to you. They'll make a yeah. They haven't they haven't said no to anyone yet. So MPK isn't in here. Okay. Um, so we'll spin her again. Sounds good. Who do we got? Aero Deezer 3. Aero Deezer 3. Look for that real quick. If you're in here, homie, comment. It'll help. Yeah. Arrow Deezer 3. Yeah, it still can't look, man. That's fine, man. I got it. That's the homie. That's what, uh, back what's so great. But all in all, great class today. You know, who doesn't like a little controversy? You know? Yeah. That's, that's my opinion. <laughs> Made for an interesting class, right? Let's, let's look at the positive of everything, right? Jesus, how my heart <laughs> sunk when that all happened. Though. 
<laughs> We're gonna spin again. Aerodizer's not here. Y'all spin again. Y'all saw my face on that. I was like, "Fuck, uh, bro!" Oh snap, Plowboy! Is Plowboy in here? Yes, he is. Plowboy's he here. Is. Yeah. Comment. Shout out to Plowboy. Plowboy's always in here, man. He, I think he's been a day oneer. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Now, Plowboy, as you know, just hit me in the DMs with your information, and I will get it to TMB today. And they will let me know when they send it, and I will let you know when they respond. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, so man, do you do you want to do you want to call her there? Or you want we got ten minutes? Yeah, we can call her here. Or I mean, we can we can finish off ten minutes. Just shoot the shit to everybody that wants to hang around and and just talk. Fuck yeah, giveaways are done. Class yeah, is currently um, dismissed. Yeah. Thank um, you, much love to. Uh, to everybody that's in the class, you know, yeah. appreciate everybody's appreciate everybody's uh, opinions. Appreciate everybody's um, you know willingness to uh, help each other out, and um, yeah, just appreciate all the love. And uh, you know, it's good seeing everybody here week after week and hanging out. I've got to know you uh, know a lot of you a little more in the DMs, you know, and that's been great as well. Yeah, um, hell yeah. And say, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's what it's all about, man. Just making, making friends, networking, and um, you know, just staying, staying positive. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. That being said, I mean, I when I started this podcast, I I set out to start a little cannabis colony. I mean, being I'm Jesse B and all, I thought that was a a good name. So it's been really interesting for me to build this colony or this community into what it is in such a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, hey, so somebody just asked me a question. I'll, I'll answer it real quick because I, I think it's a really important question. Even though it's kind of a breeder question, it's more a generalized question towards me, I think. And they're asking, uh, what pollen do I use to make autoflowers? So if you want to make an original autoflower, like you want to you wanna make something that nobody else has, right? You're going to do your research. You're going to do your research on Ruderalis, right? Um, if you want to make a true original autoflower, you're going to do your research on Ruderalis, um, which Ruderalis strain you like the better that, you know, that presents the structure that you want to see. And then um, once you acquire that Ruderalis, you're going to gather that pollen from it. And then you're going to hit the photo period plant that you've hunted and, and, and uh, searched for, right? Or you can do it vice versa. You can do you can hit the uh, female ruderalis with the male photoperiod plant, and that's if you want to make a, a you know day one from scratch autoflower. Now, if you want something that's already a little stable, um, that you're not going to have to do as much hunting uh, to find uh, the what you're looking for once the F1 seeds come. Right. Once you get that first generation, then you could go with something a little more stable. You could go with, you know, do your research on a low rider out there. You know, that's really nice that that grows how you want it to grow. Or you can hit it with an auto existing auto flower that's out in the community right now. Um, my preference would be to go with something that's uh, a little more stabilized and, and, and far along as far as the uh, generations go. But if not, you know, Go with that F1 auto flower and and do that big pheno hunt and find what you're looking for, if that answers the question. Right. <clears throat> now, um, shoot, yeah, 
Oh, right. I, yeah. So I guess, so class is, yeah, officially over. It has been dismissed. So with that, if there's anybody who's, who's yeah, fixing it to take off, uh, yeah, I'll say, you know, until next time, I'm Jesse B, always baked and never burnt. But we're going to stick around. And, uh, yeah, so have yourselves a good day. But um, <laughs> work. I now, think um, I'm going to get off here, too. Um, yeah. And uh, go handle some business. Work. Perfect. So I've got, yeah, 10 minutes. I, I'll stick around on here for, yeah, another eight minutes or so. I'll let the live run out while I uh, defoliate all the dead shit on here. But, uh, all right, yeah. Cool. If, if you're going to stick on, I'll stick on for the remainder. And yeah, I'll probably have questions that I see popping up. Um, I mean, if I can, if I can, I'll, here, I'll, there's three questions. <laughs> yes. Um this is this is extra credit time now, extra credit staying after class. <laughs> yeah. Here's so, a, here's so, a question, because uh, this, this can you read that? Do you boys know the history of how hang dry and curing came to the cannabis world? You know, Bella Duke, I do not know that history. That's just something you know that's been passed down from. Um, grower to grower to grower since the first person stumbled, I guess, up on that method. Um, and where they were trying to, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure they went through it and, and figured out, hey, I've got to have these temps and this humidity to keep this smell, you know. Um, but as far as the history of it, I, you know, I'm going to look that up now that you brought that up. That's a question that I want answered. Now, you know, I mean, I'd imagine it goes back to drying herbs and plants and shit. Like they, we've been growing dope just as long as we've been growing other things. So, yeah. um, and like my, my uneducated theory would be that it's, it's kind of just like, like another fruit that we would dry. You know, or, like or another herb, or another another vegetable, or something or, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, another something with a little bit of girth that we would dry. So like sun-dried yeah. tomatoes and shit. Like they probably did a lot of it in the light for the beginning of it, and and and, and figured that's out. Got my, yeah. You know what were you gonna say? Yeah, that's that's got my mind turning now because I would like to know exactly who brought that into the cannabis world. You know, that would be cool to know that information, the history. You know, history is yeah. always cool. I, I kind of wonder if it would be like, you know, the Egyptians or something. Like, like if you're going to get an answer that was it's like super old. and You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Now, I'm not watching the clock here. I'll get... So somebody else asked me, uh, no CalMag for two weeks. Um, that really depends on, on, on your water. Like I said, where I'm at, the, the water is like calcium deficient like really really calcium deficient so if i don't use CalMag for two weeks i'll see it if i don't use it for a week i'll i'll see it but that really depends on on the level of calcium magnesium in, in your water supply you know if you're if you're an ro if you're using ro I, I would imagine you'd probably see that that pretty quick too unless you're like you're in a super soil you know what i'm saying like if you're in a super soil or a living soil um you know i wouldn't I wouldn't think that would really matter at that point because you've got everything in your soil that you need, right? Yeah. So that answers that question. Yeah, no. shout out to shout out to all homie Smokesmith Genetics that's here in the line. 
if you don't know the uh, Blue Bear OG, if you look at my pack, and I've said this plenty of times, but the Blue Bear OG right there, that was the male for the Care Bears Cross. And the Blue Bear OG was created by Smokesmith Genetics. That's badass, and he's in here? Yeah, he's here in class. Word, Smokesmith, hit me up in the DMs. I'd like to even just say hi. Give my homage. <laughs> Give my shouts. Um, yeah, I don't know what time we're at. I think I'm looking pretty good on this plant as far as getting them dead things off. Some of them, like, they look like they're ready to come off, but they won't. You know? Are we done? Yeah, the reason I don't like hanging, the reason I don't like hang, or reason I, I hang and I don't lay like, because I've got, I've got a lot of the, the actual, I uh, uh, can't remember the name, but they're like screens, mesh screens that you hang up, they're round and you can just cut your buds off. The dry rack? The reason why I don't like dry racks is because one side of the buds ends up normally being like squished. And I, I like that. I don't know. I just like that, that natural bud look. So that's why I don't I don't use that. And another reason why I don't is because I notice that when I do cut buds off and hang them in the racks, um, they dry out way faster, way faster than what I like them to dry out. You know, so that's why I don't use the dry racks personally, because that's it's just not my personal preference. You know. Yeah. Word. I think we're running like real low on time, so I'm gonna let you go, man. Yeah. All right, brother. I'll talk to you, and so I'll see you next time. Pretty sure we'll holler at each other later on in the day. Yeah, we're for sure. But thanks for everybody for sticking around with us, and uh, we'll see you. Yeah, word. What a crazy class. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Peace, man. All right, everybody. I'm uh, yeah. I'm gonna sign off. I'll see you guys next time. So yeah, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers. My baby got a rambling mind. Well, folks, thanks for sleeping, skipping, or sticking around to the end of it with us. Before I say goodbye for the day, I have to thank at Firebuds 101 and at Miss Firebuds. For without them, this class wouldn't even exist. Secondly, I must take my hat off to the sponsors for making our wildest dreams come true. And finally, that brings me to you, the students, the audience, the quiet supporters, and the outgoing. Each and every one of you are the sun to our autos and the nutrients in our soil. So from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you. So until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Class dismissed. <laughs>